What's up, young Sean? What's going on? Fam- family, what's up? Hey, guys. Hey, everybody. What's going on? Yes, yes, yes. Listen, the 2022 season of the Jeff is Moody show kicks off around the third week of March. Might be the first week of April. <laughs> the, the, the delay is is, is worth it because uh, uh, it's going to be more of the same insanity, the, the balance, imbalance. Uh, 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 beautifully bipolar insanity, young Sean. But it's for a good reason. You gotta wait. You know, we gotta wait. You know, today, uh, we got a great replay. Family, please don't sleep on the replays. Our replay, why do they have such high value? Why do people listen to the same episode more than once? Because our replays are, they're dope. Our replays are dope. I ring the bell in a pre-bump. You know, Sean, today I, I just want to talk briefly about uh, just a just a quick kind of like a random thought I had for Black History Month. And then I also want to talk to to man and woman haters. All right. And I want to talk to you guys really quick. And I would like to tell you all that typically I'd like to say, oh, I'm not going to be long. It's going to be 10 minutes or so. But you guys know me by now. Young Sean, you're very versed on this. You know that my 10 minutes can turn into 30 but yeah, family, uh, y'all keep coming and checking those replays because listen, a lot of people tell me, Uncle JC included, my guy, he's like, the reason I listen to the replays, they're good shows, period, but it's like I always catch something I missed the first time. You know, that's a high compliment for, for uh, from a, coming from a super analytical guy like Uncle JC. And that's what a lot of people, the replays are dope. And if you're still getting familiar, fam, then you the replays are new to you anyway. Right. Just know that the only way to find the show right now is on Spotify, the Jeff is Moody show and uh, 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 go to Amazon and get the free podcast FM app. One word podcast FM. Get the app, open the app, hit podcast, scroll, find the Jeff is Moody show. Pow. Getting reports, young Sean, that other people can still hear the show on tune in and things like that. Whatever. I don't know. I don't know was talking to Sean Garvey the other day and and he was like dude I, I, I think we need to go back to the, the like the hours I don't I'm like whatever Sean Garvey gotta see how that works for me gotta see how I feel seriously I like this on demand thing that's how I started in podcasting on demand we'll see We'll see. Architect always thinking ahead of the game, and so am I. We'll see. We'll family will see. But it'll always be on demand for you guys one way or the other. Okay. Now, before I tell y'all my quick stuff on um uh Black History Month. No, no, it's not it's, it, no, it's not super long, young Sean. Uh before I get into that and and before I talk to the man and woman haters out there, because um uh, both groups of you disgust me and I'm going to tell you why and uh, but young Sean first I owe you an apology in front of everybody in front of our whole audience I want to salute everyone what's up all my peeps out there how y'all doing man I love y'all ringing the bell in the pre-bump yeah I can't wait for the new season either but, I, but I'm taking my time I'm developing a new team. I trimmed a lot of fat. I dumped a lot of people. Things are going good. I'm a little bit more focused. Y'all just, y'all hold on. Just hold on. Listen, young Sean, I could have had the show done much earlier. The problem is uh, I didn't eat. And I only eat one time a day. 
And by the time I came down in the podcast man cave to record, I was famished. I was starving. I was nauseous, dizzy starving. The beautiful Mrs. Moody, uh, who was out with baby Moody, uh, they brought daddy back home a jerk turkey and cheese hero. Uh, for you sandwich lames, you would just call that a sandwich. Uh, some people would call it a sub. Okay, whatever, whatever. I'm a New Yorker. It's a hero. Okay. All right. Some people say a hoagie. Whatever. So, you and Sean, I ate that. And, and, and of course, I couldn't eat and talk at the same time. Because even though I have no fucking uh, 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 business etiquette when it comes to podcast, I have no podcast etiquette to speak of. I do everything that's wrong while I'm podcasting. The only thing I do right is give you guys hot shit consistently. Uh, but besides that, I do everything else wrong. I drink on the air. I take, I take breaks. I go to the bathroom live. We don't edit nothing, anything. I'm a uh, I'm a I'm a podcast nightmare. I'm a beautiful nightmare. What what can I say? Anyway, young Sean, so I had to eat and I and then I had to I had to digest my food. Then I got on a treadmill for a half hour and then I continued to rinse my palate with water and then I followed it up with beer. Okay. Sorry the show was late, but that was why. Okay. Family, before we get into today's replay. I just got a quick thought like on on um, uh, black history. And a lot of people, they're, they're like, well, you know, you get that on the shortest month of the year. I don't give a shit about that. I don't care. I don't care about that. I don't care that it's just 28 days in February. And that's when they celebrate black history month. That's not my issue. Don't care. You know, I, I, I think the thing is, family, while it's great to have maybe a month for something or whatever, like, it, it, tell me if you guys could rock with me on this or not. It, it's kind of like, uh, yeah, we got a month that's recognized globally around the world as Black History Month. But I think I think one of the reasons that black people are still so undervalued in America, besides that with three K's. I think like like Trump's America. Well, way before way before Donald, let me take that back. America, period. It just seems like we always like settling for something. You, you see what I'm saying? Like we're always thankful just to get something. Thank you, boss. Ooh, we got us a whole month. We're going to talk about Martin Luther King. We're going to talk about Road to Parks. And we're going to talk. I get it. I get it. I get it. But I was just watching some of these examples of like, like rampant white privilege that goes on in America, right? I mean, for instance, the reason there's no White History Month in particular, right, is because they celebrate white history. 12, 12 months out of the year. And and I mean, to be honest with you, it's, it's not a disdain for white people. I'm just saying this is a, this is this is an America that celebrates, you know, uh, white history every day, 12 months a year. I mean, nobody tells them when when the celebration starts and when it ends. And, you know, but we we, we always happy to get something. And I was just thinking, man, I was like, you know, 
when you got $1.3 trillion of bullying economic power, why don't we ever use it the right way? Like the money doesn't even circulate back in our own neighborhoods. That's why our neighborhoods stay in. You know, that's why we stay so fucked up. I'm going to tell you guys something really quickly with $1.3 trillion dollars of of economics behind us we don't really have to have uh uh impoverished neighborhoods is it impoverished y'all or impoverished what is it whatever whatever we don't have to have those i'm not tipsy or anything i've only had about seven to eight beers (laughs) seems like we always happy just to get something I've I, I never seen such a strong people with so much resilience. And I've never seen a group of people that when we decide to get together and become a force, we could turn holes. We could flip the political landscape of entire states when we feel like it. I've never seen such a powerful people just always happy to grovel and always just just be happy that someone gave us something. You know, it's like it's like uh, it's it's black history. Month. Everybody's putting up their black facts. But then like like motherfuckers are not going to do that in March, April, May, June or July. And we should. We all should. I know we taught our kid about black accomplishment year round. I know a lot of different people, white, Asian, and a lot of a lot of a lot of my closest people and a lot of people that I don't know. They teach their children about human accomplishment, period. But the reason that are so many different races of people, I'm talking about there's such a large population of good people out here, y'all. And, and the reason they teach them about black history in particular, because they know the history that black history has been stolen and denied. And those are people that don't like that. Right. And and so I, we got so much power and we just always happy to settle for some shit like we always settling. And we're like kind of always infighting and we're always we, 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 we want more gossip than real talk and we want too much bullshit. And, and I just, you know. I mean, salute the Black History Month, but I don't really be with that shit. I just don't. I just don't. I don't. Well, Moody, why don't you why don't you do something to affect change? Well, I have. I've been talking about this for for, for over over a decade. Teach your children about their greatness. Teach them about accomplishment. Teach them about what goes on. But and and it's because. If we if we were actually united along with the other races that are behind us and stand behind us, family, we 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 would have that Jewish power. Don't tell me no. You don't fucking know because we've never tried it. When we did try it, uh, you see what they did. It, it, you know, we, try, we tried it. We tried it tribally. That got broke up. We tried it in the 50s, oh, especially 60s. That got broke up. You know, the, you know, the Crip organization, you know, the Crip was a community organization. They were just protecting the community from the cops. They were starting educational programs and feeding people and protecting their neighborhood from from outsiders with evil intention, just like the Black Panther Party was. And and they corrupted it. So we know that the government period is against people of color. All I'm saying is we just seem happy that we got to February. 
and we should be talking about our accomplishments daily, but not even so much on a black. See, the reason we have to keep saying black, black, black is because we continue to let people uh, bend us over. And how can I say this without getting in any kind of trouble? Oh, yeah. Uh, fuck us in the ass. Now, anal sex uh, in my book between a, a, a man and a woman is awesome. <laughs> as long as a man's not getting it. Yeah, yeah. Chauvinist, hypocrite, call me what you want. But I'm talking about socially. I'm talking about as a people. We don't want to get bent over and like banged out continuously. And we put up more of a fight with each other than we put up with the people that are bending us over and so i guess i just you know everything just seems so scripted to me nowadays you know what i mean sean like these february come we know we gotta do it kwanzaa come we know we gotta do it christmas come don't nobody sell ain't nobody celebrate goddamn christ and nothing in christmas and all that christ been looking like a rock and roller for a couple of thousand years you know what the hell man so that's all i'm saying y'all my thing on black history we need to focus and and in some of our i i don't really me personally i don't have a black leader there's just some there's some there's some influencers and there's some so, uh, social people that I like and there's some uh, politicians I do like and there's some spiritual leaders and community leaders that I respect there's a lot of athletes I respect that stand up but once again these are people of all races that stand up those are my kind of folks right But it's almost like we just do this as it's like a script. So so today's what's today, the last day of February, young Sean, you know, March 1st, nobody will be talking about Rosa Parks. You know, I, I, I watch all I watch all the black excellent stuff, and I and and I know that we're excellent. See, I guess I'm I I I don't know what if what, what color pill I swallow for the Matrix, right? I already know we're excellent, so I'm like, well, why don't we force our excellence on people? Like, you know, even even Karens in the world have forced their dominance on people. They could call people on people and get them shot, arrested. Everybody forces their way. You can say nigga, 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 nigga. You can say kill, 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 murder, 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 gang, gang, gang. You say something about Jewish Jewish people negatively on the record. Uh, your record's not coming out. You can't say gay no more, even if you don't mean it in a bad way, because then your shit don't come out. I just don't know why we don't do the same. I'm not. I don't care who says nigga. To be honest with you, because uh, I say nigga a lot. I think I've just said it about 15 times in the last 30 seconds. What I'm saying is that it just just all seems like a facade to me. We just program, man. We wear what they say wear when it's time to wear it, and we fucking celebrate when it's time to celebrate. And then we shut it all down. We shut it all down, and we fucking, uh, we just keep, we just are, we just don't get it. There's some incredible voter suppression going on across the, the United States of America does not know democracy for any the united states of america has turned into a literal wide open domestic terrorist country it's a country where people now are saluting putin 
Do y'all know who made up the 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 uh, derogatory term Ruskies, like for Russians? Uh, that was white Americans. They because they hate they were they, they hated Russia, hated Russia. Russia's an adversary. Russia's kind of evil. But you know the, this the, the thing with Ukraine right now. Uh, you got a lot of Americans praising Putin. Now we know that thirty or forty percent of people are still sucking the DNA out of Donald's Trump, Donald Trump's shriveled little uh, pussy grabbing penis. We know that. And they love Putin because he loves Putin. But another thing is that a lot of Americans, that's just how they always felt. Remember, it was America was built on slavery and free labor. It was built on lynching and burning and shooting. It was America was built with the sentiment of hating Jewish people and Asian people and black people. America's been built on it. It's literally a country built on hatred. Motherfuckers stand up, except for me, and they, they do they do this anthem written by a slave owner. That's what America is. A lot of people, well, like, are you, if you're anti-American, why are you here? First of all, cocksucker, I'm a born American. Get the fuck out of here. And I'm not one of these Negroes that you just throw a holiday to. I'm like, thank you, boss. Thank you for my February. Thank you for my February. No, get the fuck out of here. I love living in America. Great country. I'm just telling the truth. But we got that month, man. We got that month. You know, they're taking black history out of school. You know how fucked up this place is? They're taking black history out of schools because they don't want their children to feel guilty about what their ancestors did. <laughs> That's some pimp shit. But they 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 do. And why do they do all this? No, it's not because they're the majority. It's, it's because we are idle and they know we're idle. Y'all don't think we idle? Wait till the midterms come. And, and and the Republicans run the House and Senate again. Wait, 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 wait. Wait till 2024 when you get a Republican Nazi-minded president. They know that we turn off and turn off. Turn off and turn on, I should say. Nothing consistent. That's why a fucking dollar bill circulates only one time through black communities and it goes elsewhere. We pay everybody else for everything. You go to a black place, you, you get you, the customer service. A lot of black restaurants are great. Go to a lot of black restaurants. They got attitudes and shit. Young Sean, I told you, I told you I was going to just do me. I didn't even try to keep it short. We don't know how to treat each other. We don't know how to do shit. And so, but we get this month or we, you know, somebody say it's Kwanzaa or this is like, you know, it's a million man march and we're just going to get along today and we'll be on some bullshit, whatever. So, I mean, you know, happy Black History Month. Y'all not saying that we shouldn't have a month, but we should have a month and then we should have whatever the fuck we want it to be because we pay taxes and, and we're born Americans and we have our ancestors built the country, but we still are always accepting the crumb, always letting people give us stuff like we're what the fuck is this shit? In 2022, these motherfuckers are trying to restrict your voting rights. And ain't nobody saying nothing about that. We shucking and jiving. We in the church. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Oh, 
I don't give a fuck if y'all get mad. I don't have a problem with you going to church and celebrating the Lord, but you got to do something besides that. We're not mentoring. We're not teaching. We're not, we're not doing it. And I mean, we do, yeah, a lot of us are, but not enough of, because all of us need to be doing it. All I'm telling you is stop. Just stop fucking being stop being a fucking equal or superior to people and stop acting like some fucking groveling sniveling fucking weak fucking lap dog all your life stop it black history month in itself great acknowledge the folks but every fucking year we acknowledge what about if we just acknowledge everybody that did everything great period see then it would be like you we wouldn't have to protect black so much because we would dare like you do you know what it would be like if our communities dared dared somebody to kill a young unarmed black man if we dared you if we tow shit up every time, if we withheld our dollar every time, it wouldn't be shit going on. But it's easier said than done because when it comes time for us to get together, we just don't. So happy Black History Month. In 2022, Americans, because a fucking piece of treasonous orange trash lost an election, the entire country has gone tipsy-turvy and and politicians on both sides and news media, Fox ain't no different from CNN. All of the motherfuckers is in it together and, and all of these motherfuckers are orchestrating this political theater and, and, and democracy, what they used to, I thought they said they love democracy. Patriotism now is about worshiping domestic terrorism. Just imagine if we dared a motherfucker because right now you dare somebody to come on your block and you dare somebody to step on your shoe and you dare somebody to talk to your girl and you dare somebody to talk to your man and your supervisor better not talk to you like that and it just is so much you dare you dare people to do such dumb shit but then when it comes to the big shit can't hear from no fucking body in unison to do anything stop groveling happy black History Month. <sighs> Young Sean, so listen, uh, I want to talk to my man and woman haters out there really quickly. Uh, okay, guys, listen, enough is enough. Black, white, Asian, Indian, I don't give a fuck who you are. Do you guys get tired? You know, so I'm on YouTube the other day and there's a guy, he's a self-proclaimed pimp. <laughs> yeah, he still got pimps in 2022. He's self-proclaimed proclaimed pimp. And he has a podcast. Podcast is way bigger than my shit. First of all, everybody markets more than I do. And second of all, he's talking about share bullshit. And I'd be trying to talk about a little bit of something sometime. And that's not going to work. I got to get into more bullshit. Right. I got to do more meat riding. I, I imagine I got to do more pimp shit. I should get some I should get some women up here and t- t- smack them bitches up. 
I might get a hundred million dollar deal from Spotify if I start being a little more hateful, a little, little less insightful, and a little just more, you know, malignant. Like a not malignant, like a fucking. If I could just be like cancerous to entertainment, you know. Anyway, so I was watching this guy right, and he does like. Um, reactions to videos y'all ever seen the people on youtube those are great i would love to do those by the way myself uh you know like a song or video comes out and they 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 play a little bit and stop it then they talk about how they feel about it i like i like reaction videos um especially people that do them right and i was watching this young guy he gotta be like maybe 22 23 24 and he has a fascination with pimps and he was doing a a reaction video to the pimp show and so what this pimp does, he gets, and I'm going to be fair, most of the women he gets ain't shit. They're trash. He gets thoughts, proud whores, you know, criminals, bitches that drug dudes, uh, chicks that put swallow scum and then spit it in a turkey baste and shoot it up they shit to get pregnant and, and, and have a check. No, he interviews women like that. So you don't really have pity for those women. But my thing was, I was watching a young man and I was listening to his commentary. And I realized that this motherfucker just don't like women. And I don't mean that like, I'm not saying he's a, this not a sexual preference thing. He just hates women. But he was a, He's a young black male who has seemed to have a uh, much respect to the pimp because he has black women on, white women on, Asian women on, Latino women on. He shits on everybody. I don't know the name of the show. I wouldn't promote it even if I did. Fuck it. But I was watching this this young dude who was listening to his comment and he hates women. I had to. I watched a little bit of that show and I watched a couple of more to make sure I wasn't tripping. And I just noticed that you got so many men. Of, of the, in their teens, their twenties, thirties, forties, fifties, that really have a disdain for women. Oh, they'll fuck them. Don't get me wrong; they'll do that, but they don't. They hate women, and needless to say that we have no shortage of women that will tell you that men ain't shit and and it, my whole point was i know that misery loves company these are miserable people god damn it who did something to who fucked you up so bad that you hate the opposite gender everybody is a bitch whether you know them or not everybody is a slut whether you know them or not you can't even motherfuckers don't even know how to say i was talking to one of the homies i said i love you boy be safe he was like yeah yeah no doubt no doubt you do that all the time right and one day i said yo man yo you got love for me my nigga he was like yeah yeah you know that man i said why you can't never tell me you love me dog He's like, oh, man, you know, yo, that shit is like kind of gay. You know what I mean? (laughs) Y'all see what we created, man? Men that can't even express themselves. 
to their loved ones. Women that can't express themselves without a temper tantrum to their loved ones. Motherfuckers that are holding everybody they meet in life accountable for someone that did something to them 5, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30, 35, 40 fucking years ago. Can't let it go so your motherfuckers want to be married but won't take a chance. Can't let it go so you lay up in your bed fiending for the company of a warm body next to you and somebody to say, hey, baby, good morning and somebody to make you a meal or somebody to say, have a nice day. But you're going off of your mama relationship or your auntie or your best friend. And so you afraid to take the step and you sitting out there acting like you happy when you miserable and you just hate everybody. You can't trust nobody. And you don't let like a million great motherfuckers walk right by you because you are motherfucking you are fucking lathered over in hatred you are so burnt you're so bitter you can't let shit go and it wouldn't be a problem if it was just you but you want everybody to feel like you like you want everybody to think all men ain't shit and you want everybody to think all women ain't shit and that's just not true what am I doing on time, young Sean? I don't care. I do 30 minutes like it ain't shit. 29, okay. 30, but whatever. I'm dropping somber jewels today. Yeah, yeah. and women haters. L- listen, listen to me. Listen to me, Linda. Listen to me. Either get off your bullshit or get the fuck out of our faces because you know what? I want you to ask yourself, fellas, and I want you to ask yourself, ladies, how many seasons have you went with the same shit? At the end of every year. How long have you went in your life? Meeting somebody. Kicking it with somebody. Fucking somebody. arguing with somebody not seeing eye to eye with somebody realizing that what you saw in them is really true but you didn't want to acknowledge it and then blaming a whole gender for your poor decisions how many seasons have you went telling me ladies you want a man but you can't find nobody and I've known you for 10 years and you on your 10th year of niggas that you can't find as if none of it has to do with you I'm just asking how long are y'all gonna fuck up having good mates and good relationships and get fucking the more time goes by you're doing worse and worse instead of better and better 
How many of you can't get out of the shadow of the way your mother treated a man and the way your man treated your mother or what you saw from people and you didn't understand that as you got older, you can make a decision to be the polar opposite of a fucked up human being because it's too comfortable for you. See, it's too easy for you to put some work in. So when you do get in a relationship, if the shit looks like it's getting ready to work, you sabotage it. Because you're weak. And you're cowardly. Listen, I'm only here to help, but I'm I'm here to give it to you straight. You don't go 10 years and can't find a man. That's you. Something's fucked up with you. I know a chick that she's been saying the same thing. How, How long have I known her? I think it's seven years. Every year she meet two or three guys that she, we're not like friend, friend, friends, but I know her. She shares her stories with me. She listens to the podcast. She's kind of changed her ways. But every year she meet one or two or three guys and this same routine they meet. Uh, uh, she 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 has her shield all the way up. They just want to fuck because she fine as hell. They go out. The guy try to be accommodating. She's defensive of everything. Uh, 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 he fucks her. Uh, and, and then they find a way to sabotage the relationship. And so she says, see, that's what I'm saying. That's why you just cannot find a good man. And the guy is like, yo, these bitches ain't shit. But y'all done shared each other. Y'all done, y'all done fucked. Y'all done had all kind of more than likely. I mean, if you, if you, if you, if you screwing me for more than 30 days, I got to tell you, I'm nothing somewhere. I mean, I'm a condom kind of guy. I'm not a go raw kind of guy unless I'm deeply in love with somebody. I don't think I've slept with four women unprotected and I've gotten a lot of vagina. Every woman I slept with was damn near marriage material. And we, our relationships, I, I've been done wrong by women. I just didn't hate all women because of it. I didn't hold all women accountable for what one person did. I've only really been treated bad by one. God, I, I got cheated on by one. I'm trying to think, was I being faithful when she was cheating? <laughs> I, I can't remember. When I met my wife, I I didn't come in with that kind of baggage. I know every I'm an, I'm an adult. I know everybody is not the same. So you guys, year after year, you keep meeting niggas in the club that's buying bottles and doing shit like that. And you and they and you keep getting burnt, but that's the same guy you keep coming home with. But you blame it on the guy. I didn't tell you to meet a guy with good hair. I didn't it, 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 and, and play for the NBA or balling because he buying out the bar. I didn't tell you to meet him that night and, and suck on his balls in the back of his Range Rover that night and then wonder why he don't want to be serious with you. I didn't tell you to do that. What you what you mad at me for? Like what you mad at the other guys for? Like why don't you just be mad at yourself? Man and women haters are people that 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 are masters at dodging self accountability. That's what it's really all about. 
Don't you dare tell me there's not a man out there for you. I don't give a fuck what color he is. Don't tell me there's not a good man out there for you. No, you're just not a good woman. And a lot of you are not good men. And it's just so much easier to hold baggage than to unpack your shit. Y'all ever got home from a trip and kept your clothes in the in the in the bags for like a week? Don't lie. Y'all ever got home from a business trip or vacation or something and just put the suitcase down and didn't even go in the suitcase? Y'all ever did laundry and left the motherfucking shit in the in the dryer? For days? Y'all ever put laundry in a basket and just left it in a fucking basket for days instead of immediately folding the shit and putting it away? Why do we do that? Because it's easy. That's the easy thing to do. Holding on to the baggage is easy. You can blame it on something when you do that. I'm busy. I got stuff to do. I got the da-da-da-da-da-da-da. You, you weren't too busy to wash the clothes, just like you're not too busy to go out here and meet some man or woman. You weren't too busy to pack your bags to go on vacation, just like you can go out here and y'all still giving up pussy for the girl that got y'all. Y'all motherfuckers are going raw and spending bill money because a girl got a hot IG page and she got a fat ass. At what age do you get with the ass is great, but but a woman has to come to the table with more than just a hot body. When do you niggas grow past that? When do you women grow past that? 30, 40, 50 year old women still asking guys for dick pics. Now, I'm going to have a conversation about this when this new season starts, but I just wanted to give y'all a little just a little bit of spontaneous thought. You man, woman, you 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 men and, and, and women haters, it, it's you. It's you. You're the one. It's you. I'm sorry. A lot of times we get a bad deal, we get a square deal. This is true. And then a lot of times we get what we are. We attract what we are. Grow up. Y'all motherfuckers are holding against every man and woman in the world for somebody that burned you 10 years ago. But y'all are sitting on your ass quiet as a motherfucker while motherfuckers interfere with your democracy and your voting rights. While police are are killing black men like it's going out of style. While white domestic terrorists are storming the fucking Capitol building. While people are in the woods training to kill people of color and your silly ass is still at the club talking about I can't find a good one. Party and bullshit. Indeed. Anyway, family, uh, let's get on with the replay, shall we? Ah, I don't know what that was, young Sean. What is that? About 40 minutes of new content. Listen, folks, let me tell you something. I don't know if I'm going to do the hour thing. That things. I don't know. I got to be honest with y'all. I don't know. I have to think about it. I'm going to do what's beneficial for me and my brand. Salute to my building circle that's here to win and niggas is not playing around, bullshitting around no more. Salute. 
start mentioning your names when we see some progress. <laughs> we already see some. I'm just kind of fucking around, but I ain't saying nobody's name right now. And see, I ain't doing none of that no more. Fuck that. New season gonna be dope. A lot of the same, um, uh, but but a couple of surprises here. Show's gonna start off a little different and everything. Oh, and the new intro is crazy. The bounce is crazy. The 2022 bounce is crazy. It's hip hop. It's boom bap. Okay, that's all I'm gonna tell y'all. All right, I'm out of here. You know, Sean, let's get out of here, guys. Uh, uh, be safe. And it, it, listen, enjoy yourself. Hey, stay active. Happy Black History Month, guys. But it's we we have the power. We have the power. We have the we have the cultural influence. We have the financial influence. We have the power and we just keep giving it away. If you don't give it away, then you can make demands and you can stand firm and you can fucking you can be you can be, act like you are an equal in this country, which you are. But you but you keep groveling for shit. You motherfuckers just go groveling instead of taking shit. Happy Black History Month. And to my man and women haters, if they, if something went wrong in your life, I'm sorry about that. But if you on your fifth, sixth, seventh, eighth, twenty, forty, fortieth year of the same old bullshit about how fucked up everybody is, newsflash, you're fucked up. But y'all keep getting them dick pics and titty pics. Grown ass motherfuckers. Keep doing that. Biggie Smalls. Representing BK to the fullest. He said party and bullshit. Party and bullshit. Enjoy the replay, y'all. See y'all next week. Jeff is moody. Out. Young Sean, let's get out of here. I'm full. I got some other recording to do, and I'm going to do that. Love your family. See y'all next week. Uh, there was something else I had to say, but fuck it. Just fuck it. Listen to the replay. And please, this week, family, bring one person into the Jeffers Moody family and have them listen to these shows, okay? So we can build this audience up. I love y'all. Ladies and gentlemen. Ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the 2021 season of the Jeffers Moody Show. Welcome back. As is the norm, I have come to deliver to you the number one flight in the internet radio and podcast skies. We will laugh together. We will cry together. We will keep it real. We will keep it raw. The topics will range, but ain't nothing strange to y'all. Y'all know what we do. Know what time. Honesty. Love. Love. Truth. Music. And most importantly, a bounce. A bounce that resonates through the community and lets you know that talk radio is real. Podcasts are real. And who better to do it than me? This is the 2021 season of the Jefferson Moody Show. Yes. We're about to get started. Yes. But y'all know what I do. Yes. Before we get started, hey yo, Ja. Let's bounce.
<laughs> I know it's a talk show, but listen, I need you to bounce. See what we do, it don't work without a bounce. Welcome to the 2021 season. Enjoy. You know, young Sean, I got to tell you, man. What's up? You all right, young boy? Hey, y'all. What up, family? We back. Team Jim in the house. Brand new episode, uh, young Sean. You know, last week I had to do what I had to do, man. Had them good problems last week, you know. But, but young Sean, I got to tell you something. I'm ready to get into it. We got a great show. Uh, we got a hilarious show. We got a we got a motivating show for y'all today. <laughs> and uh, I, I I gotta I gotta read this article. I, I I have to read what I think is one of the dumbest articles I've I've ever read, and I, and I want to get to it. Yeah, I'm gonna do it on the rundown. So, young Sean, are you ready? Yeah, everything good. Mom good. Dad good. I know you're a great kid. I know you're a great kid. Yo, don't worry about covering your ears. Don't worry about it. If this was last year, young Sean, you might have to cover your ears for a portion of the show. But you're 17 now. But you do need your Kool-Aid. You got your Kool-Aid? You ready? Let's get a family what they used to, man. Let's get into this, man. Oh yeah, oh yeah, uh-huh, uh-huh, I see you, I see you, thank you, thank you, sir, ma'am, I know you keep telling me I don't have to continuously thank you, but I can't help it because I'm so grateful. You and that whole section over there are the real MVPs, all my people over there, and over there, and over there, at the job, in the office, on the road, in them streets, wherever you may be, ladies and gentlemen, my kings and queens. Welcome to the Jeff is Moody Show with DJ Naturell on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Now listen, go to BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Look somewhere around that upper right-hand side. Whether you have an iOS device or an Android device, download the free podcast FM app. You're going to love it. You take the show wherever you go. We go where you go. Contact me on Instagram at the Jeff is Moody Show, or you can text me your comments and questions to 678-386-5331. That's 678-386-5331. With comments and or questions. Hey y'all, hit DJ Naturel up and salute her for her blazing ATL traffic mixes. She is at DJ Naturel on all social media. That's Naturel with an E N-A-T-U-R-E-L Hit Nat up. I'm like Nat, do you ever get hit up? She's like, nah, not really. I was like, what the hell? They listening. You know, fam, you can't just always get. Sometimes you gotta give. You gotta give. Family, I would be your pilot for this three-hour flight. So kick back and relax if you can. Even if you cannot, 
I guarantee you that we're about to make this the best portion of your day. I am here to get you through the grind. Special shout out to all my drivers out there who listen to Jeff is Moody while you're on the road. Please honk your horn for me while I ring my bell for you. Can y'all hear my bell? I got to read this article, young Sean. Y'all heard the bell? One love to all my family and friends who listen while you work or play and you choose the Jeffers Moody Show, whether you're in the gym, in the house, wherever you are. If you're listening, I thank you. Okay, family. Before we get into today's show, uh, I got to read you one of the dumbest articles I've ever read. And it's a cop out. And it's an excuse maker for stupidity. Uh, it, it didn't it didn't start out that way it's just what it, it morphed into now family you know uh, although she's uh, pretty much ran out of her 15 minutes of fame on social media i never got to close my chapter for my show regarding the imbecile known as the gorilla girl you see, everybody's like, Moody, you went one time. I thought you was going to keep up with it. I'm like, I know I'm, I'm going to close out and probably never talk about it again. You know what I'm saying? But but then who knows, right? It's kind of like I did with Kanye. I, I wrote, I said, that's it. My last story on Kanye. And then I'm talking about Kanye today. <laughs> Go figure. But let's do this first. I got to read this article. Now, before I read this article, let me read a statement from Gorilla Glue, because uh, Gorilla Glue, thankfully so, was completely unfazed by this fuckery. And they had released a statement when all this first happened, and they said, we're very sorry to hear about Brown's mishap. Um, and then they reminded the public that warning labels on their products advise to not swallow, do not get in eyes, skin, or on clothing. Now, hold on, family. Before I read this, let me read a longer warning list for Gorilla Glue. Now, here it is. It's a combustible liquid. It may cause an allergic skin reaction. It causes serious eye irritation. It's harmful to aquatic life. It's harmful to aquatic life with uh, long-lasting effects. Excuse me. You got to keep it away from heat. Hot surfaces, sparks, open flames, and, and other ignition sources. No smoking around Gorilla Glue. Avoid breathing vapors, mist, or spray. Wash hands, forearms, and other exposed areas thoroughly after handling uh, Gorilla Glue. Are y'all listening? Contaminated work clothing should not be allowed out of the workplace. Avoid release to the environment. Wear protective gloves, protective clothing, and eye protection when using uh, Gorilla Glue. If on skin, wash with plenty of water. If in eyes, rinse cautiously with water for several minutes. Uh, You get some Gorilla Glue in your eye, go to the fucking ER. You're going to need it. Y'all remember those warnings while I'm reading this piece, okay? Can, can we do it like that? Y'all ready? Young Sean, you ready? All right. Y'all ready for this read? I'm not going to read it every single word. But I'm going to read a good portion of it, just enough of it to call it bullshit. 
So uh, let me give credit to where it's due. This article was written by one Miss uh, Candice Benbow. I hope I said your name right, Queen. Benbo or Benbow. Uh, sorry, I'm not being funny like Bimbo. It's, it's B-E-N-B-O-W. Benbow or Benbo or whatever it is. And it was on February 9th. And, of course, where would you find an article like this? Well, you find it in essence. <laughs> right? Right? You know? So, let, so let, me, let me read this. It goes on to say, Tessica Brown isn't the Gorilla Glue girl. She's a black woman who deserves empathy. Why is it so easy to dehumanize black women when we make mistakes? You guys follow me here. Candace goes on the right. For days, Tessica Brown has been a trending topic in her own right. On February 3rd, the 40-year-old Louisiana native took to social media for assistance with her hair. I didn't say 14. I said 40. I want y'all to keep that in mind. This, in and of itself, wasn't abnormal. Black women have been using all the socials to become premium kitchen beauticians for a while now. Sites like YouTube, Pinterest, and Instagram not only offer style inspiration, many sisters have become wildly successful offering tutorials on how to achieve different looks. This is true. I owe my ability to make my own units with and without closures and add highlights and lowlights to my hair to a weekend of YouTube playlists. Yet, Tessica didn't come to TikTok and Instagram in hopes of finding a new do for the year. She needed our help to get rid of an old one. Everybody follow me, please. After running out of got to be glue, Tessica decided to use Gorilla Glue Spray to lay her edges and her style. Neither have moved in a month, so Tessica reached out to the global black girl community for relief. After unsuccessful attempts with numerous suggestions, Tessica updated her social media accounts to let us know she'd gone to a local hospital to seek treatment. While everyone was enthralled, it was clear the situation was serious and Tessica needed medical intervention. All right. At this point of the story, I'm like, okay, all right. When I first heard about the Gorilla Glue Girl, I was in the salon getting my latest set of bundles installed. I've been in knotless braids for the past two months and was ready to go back to what has become my signature style. As my stylist braided down my hair, I marveled at how healthy it is and how much it's grown. If it can talk, my hair would share stories of woe and abuse. My crown and glory would recount the numerous times chemical burns filled my scalp because I believe leaving my relaxer in for just five more minutes would get my hair bone straight. If my tresses could talk, they tell you how hard I work to grow my edges again after years of entirely too tight micro and box braids. My hair could tell the story of a black girl trying to find her way in the world that said she needed a specific look to be accepted. Family, at this point, I'm with Candace. I'm rolling with the writer. I am at this point. She goes on. 
If we're honest, most sisters have story journeys with our hair. We can look back at pictures from days long gone and remember when we fried it, dyed it, and laid it to the side. We can chronicle the styles that were cute but entirely too heavy on our heads and cared nothing for the health of our follicles. The relationship black women have with our hair has always been a complicated one. Many of us tortured our hair into compliance because we were tired of being called nappy-headed, especially by folks who look like us. We endured the jokes and laughter of those who thought calling us ball-headed was funny. And who can forget the nights we cried because we weren't the ones born with good hair, which was always translated into being considered beautiful. Listen, family, hold on. So at this stage, if this sister was purely writing about the black woman and their hair experiences, I would be like, word, this is true. We ourselves have 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 helped to condition black women to be insecure about their natural hair. Yes, kings, a lot of you bitch ass niggas are guilty as well. Sure is hard being a black woman in this society, in this country. It sure is. The anorexic, redhead, brunette, blonde style of European beauty is something black women have always had to contend with. And over the course of hundreds of years, they have been broken in in, in being called everything like the writer's saying here. From ball-headed to nappy-headed hoe. So at this point, I'm with her. But for me, this is kind of where the bullshit starts to kick in, and I'm going to tell you why. Now, before I read more, let me refer back to the fact that Tessica is 40 fucking years old. And oh, let me read to you all again a few of the Gorilla Glue warnings. Hold up for a second. Let me go back to that. Okay, okay hold on once again. Shit's combustible, can cause an allergic skin reaction, serious eye uh, irritation, keep it away from heat, it might explode, hot surfaces, sparks, open flames, other ignition, sounds like you're putting gas in a fucking tank, right? Avoid breathing it, wash your hands, Uh, contaminated work clothing should be, if it's on the skin, wash with plenty of soap. You see what I'm saying? I wanted to read that one more time. Because what I'm thinking with my silly ass is that when you put something foreign in your hair, ladies, you read the instructions. Oh, maybe not for the perm kit that you're used to using all your damn life. And you know it like the back of your hand. But I but my wife uses shampoos and certain products and she reads the instructions in the fucking store before she buys them. I thought that was just the thing. I also didn't know that they keep Gorilla Glue by the hair care products. Meaning one would have to just go get the Gorilla Glue uh, from somewhere. Y'all got that? From my perspective. I ain't saying I'm right or wrong. I'm just giving y'all my opinion. Okay, back to the article. Yeah, this is going to be a good, this is going to be a long rundown, young Sean. Just play that dealer. She goes on to write, uh, perhaps all of that history is what joins so many of our hearts to Tessica's plight. 
We may have never used an industrial product for styling purposes, but we've done things to our hair and to ourselves we wish we hadn't. We weren't dared to her because we know what it's like to be judged by the biggest mistake you've made and not be given the compassion and empathy necessary to move through its implications. All across social media, there are scores of people suggesting Tessica is attention seeking and deserves whatever she gets because she should have known better. In a world where hacks are celebrated and people become internet sensations overnight, huh, like Tessica, for I put through that in there, for discovering new uh, uses for old products, Tessica is villainized because her attempt resulted in failure. Now let me continue to shovel some shit on y'all. Why is it so easy to dehumanize black women when we make mistakes? Why must compassion for us be measured and mediated? How different would the response to Tessica be if she were white? We don't have to wonder too long about the answer to these questions. We know them already. We know black girls and women have to be perfect. There is no room for error. And when we mess up, we know it was nobody's fault but our own. We know we live in communities that won't let us forget it either. I will never call Tessica the Gorilla Glue Girl. She has a name, a story, a life, family and friends who love her. Like others, I've reached out to her to see how to best support her. She and her family have set up a GoFundMe to assist with the necessary medical expenses. I'll get to the GoFundMe in a second, fam. Still, I want to do more. I want sis to know she is surrounded by support, love and light as she navigates and in private struggles, all of it, the tears, fear and confusion we do not see. And in the depths of that, I want Tessica to know she is more than just this moment. We are always more than the worst thing we've done. We are, as Toni Morrison said, our best thing. The mistakes do not define us. They simply offer more polish and refining as we journey towards becoming what we were always meant to be. You see, after Candace told the truth about the origin of how black women got to deal with this bullshit with their hair. In my humble opinion, family, the rest of this was sheer bullshit. Let me tell you why. You want to know how society would have handled a white girl, a uh, 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 um, uh, young lady, as you make excuses for a 40 fucking year old woman that put Gorilla Glue in her hair, knowing that was a super strength adhesive glue. You want to talk about how society would have treated a white woman? Guess what? They would have been clowning her, too. The same way we clown Karens. She would not have caught a break. In this instance, I understand white woman privilege. Lord knows that should exist. But for fucking stupidity like this, she would have been roasted. Just like we roast Karens. Candace, spare me that bullshit. You know... People always want to talk about how dare you attack a black woman or black people or do some shit. But then, but then, then young lady Candace, then you go and write some bullshit like that where you take intelligent black women who are under esteem pressure, who are, who are really fucked up by what society says. You take those women and you bunch them in with this fucking idiot who is 40 fucking years old and maybe she got some mental issues 
But you can't take the mental issues of one Tessica and then drag all the real black women that go through what they got to go through down here with her. The fuck is wrong with you? And the fuck is wrong with me telling the truth like that? You want to know something? You want to know something? You want to know who bombed on Tessica real hard? Intelligent black women did. That's who, Candace. Intelligent black women did. Intelligent black women that go through the same struggle, but no better than to put fucking crazy glue in their hair. They did. Tessica wasn't seeking social media fame, you say, huh? So she hops on social media and say, girl, let me tell you, I did this and y'all better not never put crazy glue in your hair. Fucking duh. Tessica didn't want any attention, no negative attention and no social media fame, right? Yet still, she got her visit to the hospital videotaped and photo. Right. We get it. No attention seeking at all, Candace, because she's suffering like intelligent black women are. 40 years old. Tessa ain't taking no shit. She got a legal team and all. They they was they they put a cease and desist out on a blogger for writing about about Tessica. Tessica's not having that shit. They say you you making false statements about her. That blogger's just giving her opinion that the girl's a fucking idiot. So in your opinion, it was nothing extra for her to gain. She just was, she's she's cornered and she's feeling the pressures of the world and she's and, and she needed to get some Gorilla Glue. She needed to go into the hardware aisle and get some Gorilla Glue because for one second, she couldn't wait or do something just to wait till she got a Super Glock Glue or whatever the fuck that shit was. She couldn't wait. She went and put something she knew was not meant for her hair on her hair. I was looking at Tessa gang full of makeup eight inch eyelashes yeah she may have some real serious esteem issues but don't blame her stupidity don't be dragging the rest of your sisters with her and whether you like it or not it's a gang of black women that agree with me by the way the opinions of Jeffers Moody do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Beat Break Radio Beat Break 87 FM, Sean Garvey, staff, interns, everybody, delivery people, every fucking body, Uber drivers, nobody. My opinions are mine. She wasn't in it for her own game. Um, that's why That's why Tessa is getting paid for endangering her own health. And that's why even the celebrity doctor who performed the surgery now has a swarm of new business and not because he doesn't have any more dumbasses that put crazy glue in their hair but because of him doing it for free i'm not knocking his hustle hey don't knock the player knock the game shouldn't be knocking tessica because guess what this goes on I'm, I'm done with candace's story this goes on to say an opportunity abounds tessica brown has had america captivated for the past week as the saga of her gorilla glue removal has dominated social media well tessica apparently decided to make sure we don't forget about her because she just dropped her own official line of merchandise just the day after she flew to los angeles to have surgery to remove gorilla glue from her hair uh, Tessica Brown is now taking the next step to ensure her coins continue to flow in. 
posting on her Instagram page because, you know, she's not about that social media fame seeking. You know, she shared a video from her official website selling her merch. The merch includes various T-shirts, hoodies and sweatpants priced from twenty eight dollars to fifty dollars in the available colors of black or white. Each item features the viral photo of Tessica from her initial Gorilla Glue video, along with the phrase bonded for life because she's not seeking any kind of social media fame. Dr. Michael O'Bang, who got the glue out of her hair, he's reaping the benefits. He's in Beverly Hills, so this is what he does. He's reaping the benefits, too. So she had this go, yeah, we running, we gonna run, fuck it, play the dealer. So she had started a GoFundMe. And for just $1,500, I will admit, I don't think Tessica was greedy like that. She, I think she did something really fucking stupid on purpose and thought it would be a little easier to undo it. She wanted her fucking hits. Right? But that 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 call for $1,500 blew to around $23,000 or so, right? Now, I don't really know how GoFundMe works, but apparently you have to give the money. You The money has to go where you say it's going. So they put her under investigation. Now, they have released her money because going to ring the bell for Tessica here. Tessica said she wanted to donate the, the extra money to charity. I'm going to give her that. See, I'm not here to so much tear her down if she's doing good things. I'm going to give you credit when it's good. I'm going to rip you when it's bad, just like you should do me. I don't know if she's donating the money because she has to. Or I don't know if it's because she wants to. Whatever the case is, she's donating it to um, charities. Uh, what kind of charities are these? It's charities for people to pay a fundraiser to pay for wigs and medical expenses uh, for people that go through things with their hair or whatever. Ring the bell for her for that. At first, they wouldn't let her withdraw the cash because many people were reporting the account as fraudulent. What do you expect? I saw it. I thought she was bullshitting from the gate. I thought it was a media stunt going wrong. I'm going to speak in dumb shit news about another media stunt going horribly wrong. I mean, at least she, she's going on to get her money to charity. She should be applauded for that. But Miss Candace, the, the writer for, for Essence, do me a favor. Don't disrespect the rest of my queens out there and put them in Tessica's boat. Don't use someone's stupidity to, to, to get your, your bitterness or your anger off your chest about something. All I heard was black women like, what the fuck is wrong with this chick? What's wrong with her? God bless her, but what's wrong with her? I didn't, wish, I didn't see anybody wishing for her not to be able to get the glue out of her hair. I know I didn't wish for that. Don't be trying to put the rest of these. That's what y'all do. Y'all try to put y'all try to put the rest of the people in stupidity all the time. You motherfucking bitch ass niggas out there, y'all do that too. But I get at the guys the next time some stupid motherfucker does some shit like this. 
You're always trying to take your anger and your resentment for things and you find something outlandish and you try to victim, you try to turn someone into a victim. You ain't no fucking victim of anything but stupidity when you put Gorilla Glue or Crazy Glue in your hair. You know what the fuck Gorilla Glue does. And don't one of y'all try to sit there and tell me y'all used a new product on your hair, ladies, that y'all ain't read the instructions or warnings for. Don't one of y'all try to tell me that, because if you do, I'm going to call you a fucking liar. I'm going to call you a dumbass. Get all the way the fuck out of here. But at least she donated the money. Well, um... If I have any women that support women that put Gorilla Glue in their hair, you guys are probably gone. But for those of you that are remaining uh, for the duration of the show, here's what we have for you today on the Jeff is Moody Show. Family, we got Jim, we got Moody motivation for you. Ooh, I'm going to tell you why, you know, sometimes you think you're losing and you're winning. I'm going to break it down. We got Jim news for you. Rush Limbaugh's passed away. Okay, whatever. We got dumb shit news for you. Fam, I'm going to tell you about 1986 tell y'all about a young lady that used me up for my phone and my TV. <laughs> oh boy, I got a flashback story coming for y'all. Uh, man, we got FB Post of the Week, I believe. We got uh, we got a moody moment. Got to talk to you new broadcasters out there. And we got the world's most trifling and we got the polar opposite of trifling for you today. Um, uh, I already mentioned moody motivation because y'all know I don't get into the meat of a show until I give y'all that, right? So, uh, from 5 o'clock or so till 6 p.m., we got the ATL traffic mix with DJ Natural. All that and more for you today, fam. It's a packed show as usual, so get ready for this three-hour flight because verbal raw dog season is in full effect. Moody Motivation is up next, y'all. It's the Jeff is Moody Show. It's the Jeff is Moody Show. Excuse me. On BeatBreakRadioFM.com. To all my sisters out there with your natural hair and your weaves and everything else, you beautiful. You're beautiful as you are, but you got to do what you got to do. Some of y'all got medical conditions where you need this hair. Some of y'all just want it because you want it. Some of y'all love yourself to death. Y'all just like the fashion and the different looks. And y'all will wear your natural hair anywhere. Whether your esteem is low or high, we love you. If enough men don't tell you that, which we do, uh, that's another story, right? You claim we don't, but we do. But if if, if somebody hadn't told you that, I'll tell you now. I love y'all. But don't accept no sympathy for a fucking idiot. Shame on this article. We'll be right back. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87. There's a lot going on in the world. And your world is always changing. That's why it's important to stay connected. The latest news, the latest entertainment, the newest music. If it's in the air or on the air, it can be in the palm of your hand, wherever you are, with the iHeartRadio app. iHeartRadio. Over 1,500 live radio stations from across the country and over 15 million songs to create your own custom station. Listen at iHeartRadio.com. And on the iHeartRadio app under Beat Break 87 FM. Tune your radio. Tune in. Now. You can tune in to this radio station on any smartphone or tablet. iPhone. Android. Blackberry. Nokia. Samsung. Windows phones. Or whatever you have. Download the free TuneIn app from your phone or tablet's app store. Tune in with music, sports, news, and comedy. From over 70,000 radio stations around the world. Check it out at TuneIn.com. Or your app store. 
Welcome back to the Jeff is Moody show on Beat Break Radio, FM.com. Of course, my name is Jeff is Moody. And family, it is time for a little bit of Moody motivation. I got to tell y'all something, man. Hit me like a ton of bricks. And often it does. But family, did you know that sometimes your losses are your wins? Have you guys ever thought about that? You know, coming in first place is is what is desired. I mean, technically, that would be the winner. You know, everybody shouldn't get a trophy. You know, that's kind of how I feel. But but we should recognize effort, and we and we should understand the importance of building off of not being first and building our way up. Right? It's that effort that you put. That you never knew you had It makes you a winner, right? So there's a couple of examples that reminded me of this So I was hanging out with my Uncle JC What up, Unc? Hey, Auntie Paulette Auntie Paulette says I have a a foul mouth That's why, and and I do And um, and so I like her I'm going to make her a whole um, list of moody motivations because you guys know I don't really cur- I don't curse on moody motivation but she's right she's my auntie when she says it that's what it is you know what I'm saying that's my auntie she she say what she want to say she telling the truth ring the bell for auntie's truth but uh I was I was uh I was, I was uh, hanging with Uncle JC. You know, I'd go over there and it'd just be us in the basement and Auntie would be upstairs and we social distance out in the basement, have a couple of beers and we talk and, you know, it was his birthday uh, uh, this past week. Happy birthday, Uncle JC. A lot of bell ringing going on and moody motivation today. And it's we were having an interesting conversation about how much food we ruin before we learn to master what we're cooking. You know, we were talking about those losses on the grill. Man, you spend 20, 30, 40, 50, 60, sometimes 100 something dollars on 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 meats. You burn them, sometimes you 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 overcook them, sometimes you you undercook them, sometimes they rubbery, sometimes they tough, sometimes you smoke them too much, sometimes you overseason them. And, you're looking at this investment of yours and it's basically trash. And you're like, man. Y'all ever been looking forward to having something and then you you screwed it up and it just jack you up? Like y'all ever been looking for like, I'm gonna make some lasagna today. I'm gonna make a steak or a burger or something today. And you ruined it and you're sitting there like, oh my, you just, you just feel jacked, right? But I want you to think about something real quick. That loss... Can, can be the win yes it can it's called trial and error it's, it's, it's called, called learning as you go man I remember one time I bought it probably was a $30 ribeye steak and I had a new grill and I and I was used to the heat control of my old grill and I happened to turn around I burned up breaks out of this state $30 down the drain and I was pissed off too because I had made shrimp and had salad and baked potato and I man 
So I said, okay, you know what I got to do? I got to learn this grill. I threw the stick away. I was so hot. I mean, it was burnt. It wasn't like that burnt where you can eat it. I threw that away. Over time, the next steak was a little better. You know, I paid more attention. Watch my cold distribution, the heat flow, and start learning how this grill do, you know? Before you know it, I'm making restaurant-quality steaks. Let me tell y'all something, and I got witnesses. I make a steak that you could cut with a, a butter knife, a plastic butter knife. Trial and error. See, I end up winning. I had to lose a couple of times. Now, family, it doesn't only apply to food. It applies to everything. You fall flat on your face, but if you if you lay down there, then that's the loss. If you get back up and approve upon it, that's the win. If you consistently do what you've improved upon, you'll eventually be first. Because sometimes the loss is the win. Ooh-wee. So have no fear, my students, including my child. Have no fear, my college students who are overwhelmed and frustrating and you may not be performing the way that you think. There's no need to start doing drugs and drinking heavy alcohol and getting involved in activities that are detrimental to your future because you're stressed out about education. What it is, you take the losses, you study a little harder. You get a little bit of help. You go talk to a college counselor if you need to. You keep yourself around like-minded people that want to do well and you feed off each other. See, you can lose a little bit, but if you focus, that'll be the win. Ooh-wee, I'm spitting from the Survivor Scrolls right now. I ain't gonna ring my bell no more, Moody Motivation. I should. Family, in all aspects of life, I want you to remember something as you move on from today. We all wallow in our losses. We all have a tendency to wallow in misery at times. We all feel depressed. We all feel anxieties. Lord knows I do. But if you stay there, you remain there, and you will always be a loser. But if you get up and you dust yourself off and you pick your head up and look people in the eye and you remember your faith and you remember your purpose and you remember what you about and, and you get and you give getting them good grades another chance and you give being in love another chance and you give getting the job that you want another chance. And you give getting back in shape and maintaining your health another chance. And you give yourself another chance. That loss will ultimately become your win. And these are not just words I'm giving you. These are words that I often 
have to give myself. Sometimes, family, your losses are your wins. Moody Motivation, y'all. We'll be right back with Jim News on the Jeffers Moody Show on Beat Break Radio FM.com. You're listening to Jeff is Moody on Beat Break 87. Tune in and tap into the Beat Break Morning Show. Weekday morning, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. And the Jeff is Moody Show with DJ Nat Urell will get you through the grind from 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. on Beat Break 87 FM and Reach One Network. Download the Podcast FM app to listen live on the go. Previously on the Beat Break Show. Libra Smith of Curvy Diamonds Boutique in the studio. What's going on? What's going on? How long have you been doing the fashion? How long have you been in the fashion industry? I know you said singing is your first love. Well, I, I haven't let music go. Okay. Music is still there. I, okay. I come from a musical family. Okay. So it's impossible for me to just say, okay, now I'm going to put this up and move into something else. I've always loved clothes. I mean, it's just, it's always been there. Yeah. But similar to James Brown, he loved music. He had a passion for it, but he just can't read music. But he has all of these brilliant oh, yeah. ideas that he was able to create. So it's similar to me. I don't draw. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit here like I do. But if I, I can make you look good now. Okay. I can make you look good. I can, mm-hmm. I can twerk something out. Mm-hmm. So, oh, really? <laughs> don't you go there. <laughs> <laughs> the Beat Break Show is live on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Follow Beat Break 87 FM on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Beat Break Radio. <laughs> yeah, Sean, you know what I was thinking? You know I was thinking on the... um. I was thinking on what I was thinking on the break. Besides the fact I wanted a beer. So I had to get a beer. I was thinking when I get booted off a, a beat break for the Gorilla Glue story. <laughs> I was thinking my loss would probably be my win. Uh, when them young ladies hit Sean up, like, man, you better get that piece of trash off the air, putting the sisters down. Because only only the maniacs should actually take that as me putting black women down. You, you see, you see the game they play, young Sean. Ooh, man, you got You got a lot to learn, boy. You got to make sure you find you a real one now. It's a lot of nut jobs out here, man. A lot of nut jobs out here, man. I don't give a fuck. Shit. Listen, I ain't got no career killing content. Every time I turn the mic on, uh, uh, young Sean, it's a career killer. Shoot. My career in jeopardy every time I record. <laughs> every time I press record, my fucking shit is in danger. Give a goddamn about telling my truth. Fuck out, think y'all bullying. I go for you guys too, man. I got something for you fellas, man. I swear I do. I just hate bitch-ass people. Let's do this gym news, though. You know, no, I just don't care. I don't. I don't give a fuck. Uh, So, uh, in gym news, uh, Rush Limbaugh is dead at 70. You know, Really, I could just say, and that was Jim News. I mean, uh, you know, Rush Limbaugh is dead at 70. Yeah, you know. Uh, you know. 
Family, before I talk about uh, this and, and, and Rush, let me remind us all that we all have a date with death. Every single one of us. That is why I don't casually wish death upon people. It's like, you got to be a real horrible person for me to wish death on you. Because I do. And I know it's probably bad for my karma, but you know. We all got a date coming. It may be sudden. It may be expected. It may be long, drawn out and painful, or it may be peaceful. But we got it coming. So y'all be careful who and what you wish upon people. And I just wanted to say that because I care about you guys more than Rush Limbaugh. Now, saying I give a shit about if Rush Limbaugh died would be like saying I think Donald Trump is a good human being. And they would both be incredible lies that I would be telling you guys right to your face or or in your ear. I guess you're listening to the show. And don't get me wrong, folks. Uh, some people are just wired to send condolences out to people that pass away, no matter how evil the person was. Some people are just kind like that. Y'all know people like that. Like some people say it's the way of God to forgive and sympathize. And some people just actually and sincerely adore a piece of racist pig shit that passes away. Hold on one second, young Sean. Got to fix that. Hold on. Yeah, we do that. We don't edit nothing out. Y'all crazy? What's wrong with y'all? Yeah, some people just feel for people, you know? The thing about me is I'm none of the above. So anyway, it is news. And for those of you that are interested in satanic people passing away, here's the story. Oh, wait a minute. What do you know? I can't seem to find the article about his death and his career in radio. Mm. I don't know what happened to it. You know, uh, the man was a deliverer of hate. And evil, and I, I saw MSNBC, CNS, everybody paying homage to him. I mean, shit. You know, maybe y'all can watch. Day. I don't. I can't seem to find the notes about his career. Sorry about that. I'm pretty sure when I leave this planet, hopefully it's not soon, but one never knows that you guys uh, give a little bit of shit about me. You know, I. You know, maybe y'all won't be able to find my notes either. Ah, here it is. Here it is. Okay, bear with me, fam. Bear with me. Bear with me. Let's see. Yes, here it is. Ah, Rush. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. His his career. Let me see. When he started. Yeah. What school did Rush? What school he went to? Oh, where was Rush born? Ooh. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. Don't want to read about how long he's been in radio because he spent his every year being a divisively, openly uh, racist piece of trash. Sorry, don't want to read that. Let's see. Uh, Nope, don't care where he got his start. Uh, Nope, don't care about his radio ranking uh, because he was actually only uber popular, only the human pieces of racist, bigoted and xenophobic trash. Uh, no, don't care about that. Damn it. Has to be something I could read here. Uh, folks, I'm sorry. Uh, 
I just don't care. And I'm sorry about that. However, I will leave out of this story with some of Rush's most, uh, Roach's, I was about to say Roach. I will leave out with some of his most popular quotes. If, If you want his other information, Wikipedia, Google it. Google is your friend, bruh. You know, my man, Frank Markham, uh, that's one of the homies on, on FB. Frank Markham, what up, homie? I, I I love that guy. He's so awesome. I got some awesome FB friends, man. I really do. Tim Showalter, Frank Markham. I mean, he, Tim Hoffman, you know, Stephen Stewart, uh, 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 Enrique McCullough. Uh, man, see, I, I get to going and going and going. Robin Lewis. You know, oh man, there's so many of y'all, y'all guys, man. Anthony Hogan, what up? Frank, you should be listening to my show. If you don't, Frank, you should be listening to my shit. New episode every Monday, 3 p.m. to 6 p.m. BeatBreakRadioFM.com. So anyway, I had a list of some of Rush's best, best quotes. <laughs> But 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 my bro Frank Markham, he had a better one, so I used his. So shout out to the homie Frank Markham. I I, I use your shit. He doesn't mind. He's fam. He don't care. So he said, just a little sampling of Rush Limbaugh hate over the years. So let's let's read some Rush quotes, shall we? Hmm. Here's one. Look, let me put it to you this way. The NFL all too often looks like a game bet- a game between the Bloods and the Crips without any weapons. There, I said it. That was Rush Limbaugh. Ah, here's another one. The NAACP should have riot rehearsal. They should get a liquor store and practice robberies. Rush Limbaugh. Take that bone out of your nose and call me back. This is Rush Limbaugh talking to a black woman caller on his program. Black Americans are 12% of the population. Who the hell cares? Rush Limbaugh. Obama's entire economic program is reparations. Rush Limbaugh. If you feed them, if you feed the children three square meals a day during the school year, how can you expect them to feed themselves in the summer? Wanton little waifs and serfs dependent on the state. Pure and simple. That was Rush Limbaugh. Geez, Rush, are you talking about red states or blue states? <laughs> ah, y'all think I'm going to tell this guy rest in peace? Here's another one. They're out there protesting what they actually wish would happen to them sometimes. Y'all know who he said that about? He said that about women protesting sexual harassment. They're out there protesting what they actually wish would happen to them sometimes. Here's another one from Rush. What does it say about the college co-ed Susan Fluke who goes before a congressional committee and essentially says that she must be paid to have sex? What does that make her? It makes her a slut, right? It makes her a 
prostitute. That's Rush Limbaugh. Look up Susan Fluke. So, Ms. Fluke and the rest of you feminazis, here's the deal. If we're going to pay you for your contraceptives and thus pay for you to have sex, we want something. We want you to post the videos online so we can all watch. That's Rush Limbaugh. Let the unskilled jobs that take absolutely no knowledge whatsoever to do, let stupid and unskilled Mexicans do that work, Rush Limbaugh. There are more American Indians alive today than there were when Columbus arrived or at any other time in history. Does this sound like a record of genocide? Rush Limbaugh. You just got to be who you are. And I think it's time to get rid of this whole National Basketball Association. Call it the TBA. The Thug Basketball Association. And stop calling them teams. Call them gangs. Rush Limbaugh. Holocaust. 90 million Indians. Only 4 million left. They all have casinos. What's to complain about? Rush Limbaugh on the genocide of Native Americans. To some people, bankers, code word for Jewish, and guess who's Obama's assaulting? He's assaulting bankers. He's assaulting money people. And a lot of those people on Wall Street are Jewish. So I wonder if there's starting to be some kind of buyer's remorse there. Rush Limbaugh. When a gay person turns his back on you, it is anything but an insult. It is an invitation. Rush Limbaugh. It's preposterous that Caucasians are blamed for slavery when they've done more to end it than any other race. If any race of people should not have guilt about slavery, it's Caucasian. Rush Limbaugh. Have you ever noticed how all composite pictures of wanted criminals resemble Jesse Jackson? Rush Limbaugh. The media has been very desirous that a black quarterback do well. And black coaches and black quarterbacks doing well. I think there's a little hope invested in McNabb, and he got a lot of credit for the performance of his team he really didn't deserve. That's Rush Limbaugh, who knows nothing, knew nothing about football. A lot of these young people are spending a lot of time on the World Wide Web. I came across a post last night. Of all places, Gawker is... Basically, it's a militant homosexual site entertainment, not militant. It's a gay site. Rush Limbaugh. In this commercial, he is exaggerating the effects of the disease. He is moving all around and shaking and it's purely an act. This is the only time I've ever seen Michael J. Fox portray any of the symptoms of the disease he has. This is Rush Limbaugh on Michael J. Fox having Parkinson's disease. Have you guys ever had anyone in your family with Parkinson's? This is really shameless, folks. This is really shameless of Michael J. Fox. Either he didn't take his medication or he's acting. And that, folks, was who Rush was. A repugnant hate monger who did show us at least one thing. You know what he showed us? Uh, America is still one of the most hateful and bitter places when it comes to race and religion. And if you base your platform on hatred, the demons are going to come and they will support you and they will hail you as their leader. Just ask Donald the donkey Trump. Hate got him his presidency in 2016. And not to worry, though, people, there are plenty of hateful, clan minded spreaders of vile and repugnant misinformation who are capable of fueling a racist cesspool in America. No shortage of them. Tucker Carson, the great Satanist Sean Hannity, the horse tooth clan bitch Laura Ingram. Oh, they got a gang of them. 
it's easy to take Rush's place. You see, folks, Rush wasn't talented at all. He's easily replaceable. He was simply one of the most popular hate radio pioneers that ever did it. And as you can all see by the names of the pigs I just ran off, talent isn't a requirement in hate radio. The only requirement is hate. Rush Limbaugh, dead at 70. So what? That was Jim News. We'll be right back with Dumb Shit News, Smack the Fire, all the day on the Jeff is Moody Show on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. You're listening to Jeff is Moody on Beat Break 87. What's up, everybody? Ryan Vernell, host of The Ryan Show FM here with a quick PSA. The entire world is coming together for the first time in a long time to stop the spread of COVID-19, a.k.a. the coronavirus. And you can do your part, too. And it starts with these three steps. One, social distancing. Stay away from people at least six feet, especially if you don't know whether or not they're ill. Step two, sanitize your hands. Use soap, hot water, and wash for at least 20 seconds. And step three, wash your ass, goddammit. Look, in all seriousness, thank you to the healthcare workers that are on the front lines fighting this virus. Let's make it easier for all of them out there that are making incredible sacrifices to ensure our health and economic stability. Thanks for listening to this quick PSA. Now let's get back to the reason why you're listening to this radio station in the first place. Good music, great conversation, and a place to escape from all this BS going on outside. Be safe, everybody, and keep on a listening. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. It's me, Jeff. Y'all ready for some uh, dumb shit new smack the fire all today? Oh, I got some fire to smack for y'all today. Let's start it off with a guy that I banned from talking about on my show, and then I just saw this one, and I just wanted to just run it by you guys real quick, all right? Kanye West reportedly believes presidential run cost him his marriage. So previously, it was revealed that Kim Kardashian was filing for divorce from Kanye West after seven years of being married to the artist. Uh, in the last year of their marriage, Wes and Kardashian saw ups and downs, especially when the artist decided to run for president. Now, reports surface noting that Wes believes his presidential run is what caused his marriage to dissolve. Now, guys, if, you, if you're new to this show, I very rarely talk about celebrities because I hate them. And I even banned talking about Kanye, but I just want to, the guy is really mentally out there. Y'all know I'm going to smack the fire off the heat. And if you're used to the show, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know what I do. You know what I do and don't do. So, um, uh, they say Kanye is in a, if I had done this, if I had only done that, da, 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 and they say he's trying to currently process what's happening, and he thinks that the presidential run was destroyed that broke the, the camel's back. Now, before that, there was hope. After that, none. It cost him his marriage. You know what I'm going to do in this instance, uh, family? I think this is a first. I'm not even going to smack the fire out of Kanye. There's no need for me to smack the fire out of Kim. 
I'm gonna smack the fire out of myself for talking about this bullshit. Smack the fire out of me. Why am I talking about this? Why the fuck am I talking about Kanye West? You see, this is what happens when you sometimes you you yank something really quickly and you don't you don't you don't double you don't look you don't double it up like let me look at this again. Is this worth to smack the fire all to me? Give a fuck about their relationship. This shit ain't none of my business. Yuck. Moving right along. Um, a Columbia University professor, Carl Hart, has come forward about his heroin use in a new book entitled Drug Use for Grownups, uh, Chasing Liberty in the Land of Fear. Now, I'm going to tell you something. This guy, Hart, is no pushover. He's a trained neuroscientist. And he says he doesn't have a drug problem, but uses heroin as a way to maintain work-life balance. (laughs) He doesn't have a drug problem, he just uses heroin. Hold on, I'm not done. There aren't many things in life that I enjoy more than a few lines by the fireplace at the end of the day, writes Hart. I pay my taxes, serve as a volunteer in my community on a regular basis, and contribute to the global community as an informed and engaged citizen. I am better for my drug use. Now, when it comes to heroin, he describes feeling refreshed after his regular use. But he doesn't have a drug problem, although he says he experiences mild withdrawal symptoms for 12 to 16 hours after his last dose. So after he after he takes that last dose of that hit. He goes through symptoms for 12 and 16 hours. But he says he doesn't have a a drug problem. Uh, In one particularly intense withdrawal episode, Hart experienced flu-like symptoms, including chills, vomiting, and diarrhea. It was a pain that I would not easily forget. It was a new pain, unlike any I had previously experienced, wrote Hart. It was so intense that it radiated throughout my entire body. This motherfucker saying he don't have a drug problem. If used properly and responsibly, Hart said drugs could help alleviate day-to-day stresses to maintain that work-life balance. Expanding on that idea in GQ, Hart said a large percentage of people who meet criteria for addiction have co-occurring psychiatric illness, depression, anxiety order, schizophrenia, and a wide range of other psychiatric illnesses. He added, a large percentage of them also have other illnesses. They may be pain patients, so that increases the likelihood of them becoming addicted. Uh, um, uh, smack the fire, Otahi. He does give you some advice if you're going to be a, 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 a fucking opioid and heroin addict. Piece of solid advice here. He says, if you're going to use opioids, don't use alcohol as a background or other sedatives in combination because it increases the likelihood of respiratory depression and death, Hart concluded. <laughs> I mean, he is a, he is a neuroscientist. Uh, yeah. Smectify all three. Now, you remember we were talking about the crazy glue girl? 
crazy glue woman and social media fame and chasing it. Here's a story of uh, chasing social media fame going bad. Tennessee man fatally shot after YouTube robbery prank goes wrong. A man was shot and killed in the parking lot of a Nashville business Friday night after a robbery prank for a YouTube channel went wrong. David Starnes Jr., 23, told detectives he was unaware of the prank and shot Timothy Wicks in self-defense. Starnes has not been charged in connection with the incident. So the Timothy Wicks guy, he had a site. He had a group on social media where he did a bunch of pranks on people and stuff. And he he would go to the hood of all places and he would prank, prank, uh, prank black people all the time. And this one time in particular, it kind of backfired on him and he lost his life. Now, while it's not cool to smack the fire out of the dead, I'll say smack the fire out of pranks. I hate pranks. I don't see what's necessary about a prank. I'm not a prank kind of guy. He lost his life chasing that thing. The way Gorilla Glue almost lost her scalp. You seriously got to wonder if it's worth it. And in closing for uh, Dumb Shit News, Smack the Fire out today. And another thing that's really not my business, and I'm not sure if I'm going to smack this guy. Floyd Mayweather buys his grandson his first ice out Rolex. Floyd Mayweather is sparing no expense on his baby grandson, Contrell Jr., a.k.a. KJ, who is his daughter, Yaya's son, with NBA Youngboy. At just five weeks old, KJ is sporting an ice-out Rolex thanks to his grandfather. I, who is Yaya and who is NBA Youngboy? Who are they? Okay, Yaya is his daughter. All right, that's his daughter. Okay. Um, who's NBA Youngboy? Does he play basketball? What is this? Uh... Yaya showed the watch off on Instagram. Uh, the watch, the watch appears to be a Rolex Oyster Perpetual date just. Uh, you know, Floyd has a penchant for expensive watches, including an eighteen million dollar watch called the Billionaire by jeweler, jeweler, jeweler Jacob and Co. Um, you see, I know a lot of you want to smack Floyd, but can, let me just say something. Sure, the five-week-old baby has a has a Rolex. Can't fit his wrist. Knowing Floyd, he might have got it, got it made to fit the baby's wrist. I'm in a light mood. I'm in a forgiving mood with my smacks today. I'm not gonna smack the champ. It's his money. It's his money. I tell you what, we'll take a poll. If you think I should smack the fire, old Tahi. Hit me up, 678-386-5331. Text only. Should we smack the fire or tahi for buying a five-week-old a Rolex? I don't know. Guy works hard for his money. This is money. I don't know. And somebody let me know who NBA Youngboy is. I'll look it up when the show's over. I didn't even know who Yaya was until I recognized I, I have it in the story here. All right, that was dumb shit news. Uh, I, I, I'm hesitant to smack Floyd. Smack the fire out of pranks. Uh, uh, listen, smack the fire out of the drug addict college professor that's that's telling us to use heroin. And of course, uh, uh, smack the fire out of me for even mentioning Kanye West. 
That was dumb shit news. Smack and fire all today. We be right back, family. I got a story to tell you all about 1986, where a young lady played me for my television and my phone. You're going to love it. And it's real, too. We'll be right back. Jeff is Moody Show. Beat Break Radio FM.com. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87. Listen to Beat Break 87 FM and Reach One Network on the go. Download the Podcast FM app to your smartphone or any mobile device. Get it on Amazon, Google Play, or the App Store. And start streaming dozens of podcasts from anywhere at any time. From music to news, sports, talk programming, and so much more. Podcast FM has it all. Download the Podcast FM app now. ReachOneNetwork.com is now ReachOneNetwork TV. Watch the latest videos from some of your favorite on-air personalities and special guests airing on Beat Break 87 FM. Log online to ReachOneNetwork.tv 24-7. Watch, listen, and watch again. That's ReachOneNetwork.tv. Welcome back to the show, fam. It's me, Jeff. You know, I got a little story to tell y'all. I'm going to take you back to 1986. Flatbush, Brooklyn, New York City. 16 years old. I live in I live with my parents. I would soon be gone, but I had my own, you know, spot in the basement. See, I stayed upstairs with everybody till I was so on my 16th. I went downstairs. My dad was like, you just take the basement. So I had my own room. I had there was a bathroom down there. I, I mean shared the bathroom with whoever came down, but it's like my own space, you know? So, uh, I mean, what's a 16-year-old do when he got his own space and and girls could come in through the cellar door and not from upstairs, right? I played a lot of ball, did some music, you know. Met girls in school, met girls at the park, you know. So one day, we're playing ball at Foster Park. That's in Brooklyn. Brooklyn, stand up. Flatbush, what up? Got some girls over there. They they kicking it amongst themselves. They half watching the game. They chilling. There are a couple of little dimes from across the street at Vanderveer Projects. Vanderveer, stand up. Had a couple of scuffles in Vanderbilt, you know. So we playing and, and, and you know, we done. And for us, it's time to get 40s and Chinese food. I see this little shorty. She's just gorgeous. She's just gorgeous. I don't know. I don't know her. I never really asked her all, all her nationality. I know she must have had a couple. She was just a dime. Won't say her name because you never know. She might listen to the show. Who knows? 
Ten plus it ain't like that. I ain't mad at her. You know what I'm saying? I don't want to put her on the spot like that. So I walked up to her, said, what's up? She was like, what's up with you? First thing out of mouth besides what's up with you, she said, you got some nice legs. I was like, I appreciate that. You got nice legs, too. We chopped it up a little bit. My dudes was like, yo, we get ready to bounce, kid. I said, yo, I'm, I'm going to get out of here. Can I call you sometime? She was like, no, I can, I can see you at the park. Like, I'll see you here. You know, like, we here. I see you. I've seen you in here before playing. I was like, okay. That's what's up. I said, why don't you, why don't you walk? I mean, can we walk a little bit? She's like, hold on, that's cool. So she told her, told some of her girls she was strolling off. They was like, oh, all right, girl, do your thing. We walking. Now, at that time of day, most of the Vanderveer goons are not out. A couple of them is out, but I kind of know them, so I'm good. And they giving me that look like, all right, kid, we see what you're doing. You know, we had a goon understanding, you know what I mean? So me and Shorty is walking and talking and next thing I know, we basically on my block, which is probably about five blocks away, right? So I said, man, we, she was like, nah, that's, you know, that's cool. So we sat on my stoop and we talked for a while. I said, yo, let me, let me walk you back because the, my, the homies, they had, they went they way. They saw me lagging behind talking to the shorty. You know, ain't, they ain't no, they ain't no cock blockers. They was out. So I walked her back. But on the way back, I was like, yo, you hungry? She was like, oh, yeah, I can eat some. We got some Chinese food, son. Now, for those of y'all that know my history, you know the power of a New York City Chinese four wings and fried rice. It's an aphrodisiac. <laughs> it's a New York City aphrodisiac, and I told y'all about that shrimp. When you get that shrimp, is on. She didn't get shrimp. She ain't had that kind of status yet. So I got, you know, got that. And so we walked. I walked her to the park. I said, peace. She reached over and gave me a kiss on the lip. No tongue. No tongue. I was like, oh, that's what's up. I said, yo, call. I mean, call me. She was like, I'm going to call you. I said, you know, I'll give you my number. She was like, oh, you got a phone? I was like, yeah, call me. So we went into the bodega. She wrote the number down. She said, okay, I'm going to give you a call. I went about my business. I ain't going to lie. I was hungry, but I had a little Woody, too. That's what happened when you're 16. You get Woody's for everything. So went back around the way. The fellas were sitting on the stoop eating and whatever. I sat down. We was, it was like, yo, what's up? So I was like, yo, give him my number. You know, we're going to see what's up. Very next day, I get a call. We ain't got no call ID and all that shit back then. Y'all picked the phone up. Hello? She's like, hey, what's up with you? I was like, oh, shit, what's up? She was like, what you into? I said, yo, I'm chilling. You know, we playing ball and then I'm come home and chill. She was like, okay, you come, you playing up here? I was like, well, we was going to go to Wingate, but she said, I can come to Wingate. I said, no doubt. I said, what you want to do after that? She said, I don't know. If you want to chill, we can chill. I'm like, oh, dip. It's about to be on. So I went and played ball. Here she come with two of her friends. They watching us play ball. Everybody trying to talk to her. Finished playing ball. Me, my man, E, and Greg. 
we walking with them and everybody's everybody's going in their different directions me and her you know we break off she tell her friends peace I stop at the store get some drink this is New York City in 86 y'all I didn't need no ID to get no liquor not at the bodega anyway stopped and got a couple of slices went to my spot we chilling she come up in the spot she's like oh you got like your own oh whoa this is like a little apartment down here I said yeah well you know you know you know pops put me down here I'm 16 you know you know She's like, wow. And then, fam, she's like, wait a minute, you got your own television. I was like, yeah. Now, to me, it's not a big deal. And I think that's a, you know, we we in the hood, but we in the kind of good part of the hood to a degree. And and whether I realize it or not, compared to a lot of other kids, you, you know, we were kind of privileged. So I'm like, yeah, TV. And I had a little bar down in my room, right? That Not for alcohol, but it was just a bar that, that we never ripped out. And she looked on that bar and she saw a phone. Now, listen, y'all. I didn't pick up on it at first. She's like, oh, oh, you got like a, you got a phone in your room? I was like, yeah. Like, I, you know, I'm like, yeah, yeah. Man, fam, we ain't even get to the food. We got it on. Now, she said she was 16 and I believe that. But let me tell you something. She knew what she was doing. More than I did. <laughs> I mean, at 16, I kind of had a little bit of skill, but not like that. She put that work in. I was like, oh, what the fuck is going on? And then family she did something that no one had ever done i hadn't had a gang of sex but she did something that a young lady had never done y'all know what reverse cowgirl is right when a woman rides you in reverse you can see her you can see the the whole oh my god the shape of her of her ass and her legs and her heels and you can see a you know her booty hole and all you can see everything going I, I, that was new to me never did never happen to me before i was like blew my mind needless to say i didn't last very long and 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 we were done right as soon as we were done she was like you mind if I use your phone? And I'm like, yeah, sure. You know, it's no biggie to me. Fam, she gets on the phone. She's on the phone like 30 minutes. That's kind of weird for the first time being over somebody's house, right? But I'm I'm really not paying it attention. Like, I, I got the TV on. I just had this crazy new sex. I'm really kind of waiting for it to leave so I can run outside to tell the fellas. <laughs> So she she got off the phone, then she wanted to watch TV. Well, the guys knock on my window from the driveway. They like, yo, we're gonna play ball again. 
I was like, yo, I'm getting ready. She was like, oh, okay, okay. You think I could just stay and finish watching this show? And I was like, nah, I can't leave you at my parents' house. You know, she was like, okay, that's cool, that's cool. So, got up. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. No shower, no nothing. Put her clothes on. Walked her to Vanderveer. Got with the fellas. We went and played more. But so that's what we did in the summertime. That's what we did on the weekend. We played ball. So anyway, you know, time goes by. Every time she called me, it's from a payphone. And we doing it, and she's she's giving me oral. She did another first I never had before. Like I got the condom on, and we doing it, and she takes it out, and she gives me oral. And I was like, Oh, dip! Do you take it out and give oral and put it back in? What in the hell? She's doing all this stuff, but every single time, fam, she wanted to use the phone and wanted to watch TV. She got me with the reverse cowgirl. She knew the reverse cowgirl controlled the scene. She knew what that reverse cowgirl did. I'm not going to say I was a simp. I'm going to say I was a victim of the reverse. I was a victim of the reverse. Man. One night we have some, we down in my basement, right? And we having drinks and we're drinking and we both buzzed. And she goes, I do like you. I say, you, you talk on you talk on my phone a lot. Like, why you you talk that much at home? She was like, I don't have a phone in my house. I was like, oh, for real? She's like, nah, we don't got no phone and no TV and stuff. I'm like, oh, shit. She's like, and I, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, that now she's drunk, y'all. <laughs> that liquor bring that honesty out. She said, like, I ain't gonna lie. I mean, you are cute, and I like the time, but I'm really with you. Cause you got a phone and I can watch TV over here. You got like your own bed. Like I sleep with my sister, so you got your. I was like, word. And family, I thought about it. Where another dude would be like, I just got played or whatever the case may be. I looked at this young lady and said, wow. It's a young lady using what she got to get what she want, but somehow I can't vilify her. It's a circumstance I can't relate to. It put things in perspective for me that this young lady's kind of trading her body just for the phone and the television. I had a hard time making her a bad person. 1986, y'all, over the phone and the TV. Yo, she would use the phone and just watch TV in amazement, y'all. You never know the backgrounds people come from. You never know what they have or don't have. A girl that attractive. One day I asked her, am I surprised like all these ballers? She says, yeah, they do, but they dangerous though. Like, you know, they, a lot of them is much older than me and they be in this stuff and I'm not trying to get killed, but I do like the phone and the TV. I guess a lot of guys would be like, yo, you've been playing me, you out of here. For me, it was okay. I continued to let her use my phone. 
I continued to let her watch TV. And we didn't last long. It's just a little fling. I guess she found somebody with a bigger TV in her. Maybe one of them cordless phones. Y'all remember the cordless phones you had to pull the antenna up with? <laughs> what year did they come out? I don't know. I had a landline, nigga. She used me for my phone and my television. And in exchange, I found out about reverse cowgirl. And you want to know what, folks? It was an even exchange. We'll be right back. I think we got the FB post of the week up next on the Jeff is Moody show on Beat Break Radio. FM.com. Get geared up. Natural will be popping up at about 5 o'clock or so till 6 p.m., y'all. We'll be right back. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87. WBS 87 FM. This is Atlanta's independent news station and home of the Jeff Moody Show. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Wait, wait, wait. Hold the up. It's the Jeff is Moody Show with DJ Naturell. Come on, Moody. Let's get it. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I see you. I see you. Thank you. Deep Break 87 FM, where music and talk radio live. On Reach One. Communication station. You, you, you're, you, are listening. you are listening to Reach One Network. It's, it's everything, everything podcast. podcast. A subsidiary of Beatbreak 87 FM and a Reach One communication station. Listen live on BeatbreakRadioFM.com and ReachOneNetwork.com. Welcome back to the Jeff is Moody Show family. Mm, you guys enjoying so far? I know I am. Young Sean, I can't say I got played, man. I can't do it. You know, in retrospect, I, I, I think I did mention to her, you don't, we don't necessarily have to do this for you to use the phone, but because she was kind of cool, you know, but there was something that was sad about that. But at 16, with that kind of experience, I, I just went in. Hmm. 1986, man. Family, y'all ready for some FB posts of the week? Now, they were going to be back to back to back to back this week. But I think I'm going to do one. I'm trying to get up out of here. I have stuff to do. Before we even go into the main FB post of the week, let me answer this one quickly. Because Queen, uh, Queen Trina... She sent me this one, but she didn't say where she got it from, so I'm sorry about that, uh, guys. But she says, saw this one and was wondering if it's quite this simple. Any thoughts on this one, King? L-O-L. So the post is simply a meme or whatever it is that says it has a, you know, a real brawny guy in a, in a button-up shirt and a tie. You know, good-looking brother, got glasses on and he's neatly cut and everything. And the thing says, you don't have to ask a real man for nothing. They offer it. Bottom line. Anything less isn't a real man. So, uh, Trina, 
You know how I generally feel about these posts. Uh, they're just kind of conversation starters. But it, like, if you're asking, like in a real world. It, oh, by the way, y'all, this was written. This was posted by a guy. So Trina, it's usually a, a it's usually a couple of things, right? Maybe he really feels that way. Maybe that's just the kind of guy that he is. I don't have a problem with it. You know, it's so you don't have to. You should never have to ask a real man for anything. A real man, I guess, is just attentive enough to notice and provide upon observation. Maybe he's that kind of guy. You know what I'm saying? Or maybe he's like 90-something percent of the men on social media. Maybe this is a brown nose post. You know what I'm saying? Like, they, these guys do that. If, if, you know what's real funny? If you watch a lot of guys that, that post stuff like this, I'm not saying all of them, but if you watch a lot of guys that post stuff like this and you look at, like, their activity, they are some of the thirstiest bastards on the face of the, of the earth. They are some of the thirstiest dude, and they they would do anything to get in the chicks. Uh, what, what do y'all call that? Inbox or whatever. So I don't know. It's only one or two things. He may be a guy like that for real, or he's a brown noser, and he wants to get get a bunch of likes from the ladies. And you know, don't hate don't hate the hustler. Hate the game. He may really be like that. I'll tell you this from my perspective. You better motherfucking ask a real man for some things. How the fuck he supposed to know some things? He might be overlooking something you need and you sitting there thinking you going to wait for him to offer you something he's not aware of. Fuck is wrong with you? And another thing, ladies, be worth be worth a man like that. Now we got too many women and men thinking that fat asses and nice cars just automatically entitle them to shit. Be the kind of woman that a real man offers you everything. You, you can't be a piece of shit broad and, and think a dude's just going to offer you everything. Although the problem is men do it. So and that's where a lot of women get this mentality from. So Trina, that's just the way that I look at it. You know, like, you know. He might actually be that kind of guy, which is awesome. Ring the bell for him if he is, but he could possibly be a brown noser. When you find out what group you got this from, holler back at me, Queen, because I like to give the groups uh, credit. OK, so that's my that's my take on that. Now, I had another I had I had two more, but I'm going to go to the third one. I'm going to go to the third one because this is something a lot of people go through when they better in themselves. Um, oh, no. You know what? Ah, yes. Here it is. Here it is, family. Here it is. So this is from the group. I really do like this group. They got some great scenario stuff here. This is from the FB group Young, Black, and Married. Ring the bell for them. And this one is titled, What Should She Do? So here's the situation. January 2018, at a rough time in my life, I met a great guy. Let's call him Don. We instantly clicked and became best friends. I fell in love with his heart. He's selfless and would do anything for me. In July of the same year, 2018, I had a health scare. I was dealing with high blood pressure, among other things. I was also 350 pounds. So I decided to make a lifestyle change. 
Within nine months, I had lost over 140 pounds. You go, girl, with this scenario-ass story. Well, I don't know if it's real or not, but let's see. Okay, you know, cool. Ring the bell. Don seemed very happy for me, but wasn't ready to make a change himself. He's a big guy. I love him regardless, so I never tried to force anything on him, but I tried to include him into things because I know his health issues as well, and I want us to live a happy, healthy life together. He asked me to marry him in August of 2020. I gladly accepted. It was one of the happiest days of my life, but now it has turned into a complete nightmare for me. He has become a literally a totally different person, and he doesn't trust me. I've never given him a reason to doubt my loyalty to him. I have never stepped out or even attempted to see what else may be out there. He claims that my weight loss has me acting like another person. I told him that this is not the case and that when I agreed to marry, I meant that. He calls me constantly throughout the day while I'm at work and claims to be checking to make sure I'm okay. Hmm. He popped up at my annual girls trip in September and ruined that. Oh, hell nah. He wants to constantly have sex before I leave the house like I'm going to ride some side dick shaking my head and now is asking me for a baby our wedding date is set for april 2021st i thought you said you got married in 2020 oh he asked you he proposed to you in 2020 okay okay the final straw was last night when we were having sex he starts crying and yelling saying that he loves me so much and i can't leave him i hugged him tight and asked him why would you feel this way he had no answers he fell asleep and never answered my question and doesn't want to talk about it now he never acted this way when I was 320 pounds. He never questioned anything ever. The constant picking with me about every little thing, saying that I'm bringing attention to myself while we are out, can't take that. The sudden mood swings, him not wanting me to leave the house without him, popping up at my job, calling constantly, and accusing me of stepping out on him are too much. It's a lot to deal with. At first I rubbed it off as, as, as him being a little jealous, but now it seems to have escalated into something deeper. Um, I love him. I don't want this to end, but I feel like my back is against the wall. What do you think I should do? All right, listen, your husband's uh, hating because you lost weight and he is not motivated to lose the weight or he can't. And it's bringing out the deepest insecurities in him. You know, initially, um, a lot of women and men do change. They do get very arrogant when they lose weight. But when you describe all of his behavior, that sounds more like somebody that's insecure now because you're handling your business and he's not handling his. Now, I can't tell you to leave your husband. I can tell you right now he's acting like a bitch ass nigga. Yeah, when you talk about popping up on girls trips and I mean, listen, he ain't caught you cheating. You ain't, he don't have no reason to think you're doing anything. He hasn't seen anything suspicious for you, so from you. So him popping up like that is all about your weight loss. See, when you weighed all that weight, he he, he was like nobody wants her, so I'm good. Now you lose the weight, and he's like, oh shit, everybody's gonna wanna and look at me, I'm not good. So you being bigger was better for his self esteem, which was which is obviously very low, at least according to this. I would be willing to bet you it's low self-esteem and insecurity. So um, don't stick around where you're not happy. I don't think I read that you guys don't have kids. You know, sometimes as much as you love someone, you got to remember if they're showing you this side of them for something like weight loss. Jesus Christ, what is it if you get a better job than him or you know what I'm saying? Like 
Mm, I don't know. If you love them enough, I would I would stick around for a limited time and try to work it out. But the biggest thing that he has to do is improve himself. You know, you can't be around people that don't want it. They don't have to make as much as you or be as successful as you. They just got to want it. Attractive to me is ambitious. My wife is very ambitious and that's attractive. And she's not bad looking to boot. But but you see what I'm saying? And after she had our daughter, she she kept a couple of pounds on her. I thought she was sexy shit. She gave me a child. The fuck? And she whittled that way down. But I I don't think I would have to ask her. I don't think I ever beat her up over that. I know I would say at a point in time, I would say, babe, come on, we got to get, you know, get a couple of pounds off. I got to get mine off too. I gained some pregnant weight. Shit. Fuck am I yelling at you for? And I'm fucked up. And we both whittled ourselves now. And you know, but it was supportive all the time. We still had sex. It did it for, from the 125 pound sex to the 100 whatever kind of pounds she gained sex. You know? That pre and post pregnancy sex. A little extra meat. <laughs> I loved it. I thought it was awesome. Don't give too much of your life to a bitch-ass nigga. And you got to talk to him about being a bitch-ass nigga. And if he's willing to not be a bitch-ass nigga, then you may potentially have to leave that bitch-ass nigga. Think about it. I hope you work that out. That was the FB Post of the Week. Big up to the group. It's the Jeff is Moody Show. We'll be right back with... Uh, I don't know. Oh, a moody moment, y'all. We'll be right back. BeatBreakRadioFM.com, 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. To Jeff is Moody Show with DJ Nat Churrell. We'll return. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87. Greetings, everyone. The Architect here, Sean Garvey from the Beat Break Morning Show and, of course, the head honcho of Reach One Communications. Listen up. I know you heard about the Podcast FM app, and I know you heard the commercials over and over and over again on how to download the app. But did you know that you can get the app from another source? What source am I talking about? I'm talking about BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Here's what you have to do. Go to the website right now, BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Go to the radio station's homepage and click on either the Android or the iPhone icon at the top of the homepage to download your free podcast FM app now to any mobile device. It's as simple as pie. Once again, go to BeatBreakRadioFM.com, click on either the Android or iPhone icon and download the app right now. It's Podcast FM and don't forget to follow Podcast FM on all social media at Podcast FM now. Welcome back to the Jeff is Moody show with DJ Natural and it's time for a Moody moment. Family Moody moments are really just, you know, my thoughts on my philosophy of like recording or life or whatever the case may be. And a lot of times I may have a Moody moment based off a question someone asks me, um, especially if it's about like, you know, podcasting or something. And I was talking to a new entry. Well, someone that is thinking about becoming a new entry into the podcast game and they were like you know i i kind of watch some of the numbers that i guess i have access to as some of my favorite shows and i'm like these are great shows but they don't get numbers you know i'm not being nosy when i look at them but it's just that 
you know, you got some platforms where they show you how many listens were on there. And so he was like, you know, that that's what scares me about the game is putting all my effort and heart into something and nobody is listening. And, you know, that's that makes a lot of sense. And I that's what I usually hear from new uh, podcasters and broadcasters. Uh, and here's one thing that I'll say about that. You know, the Jeff is Moody show does well on beat break. If I'm not mistaken, I think it's a heavy hitter on beat break. But the Jeffers Moody Show did much better when we were like purely podcasting and not doing internet radio. We had a much bigger listenership. But let me and the listenership on Beat Break obviously grows and keep growing. But let me tell you, when we first started podcasting with um, Next Door Neighbor Radio with Cousin Ed and DJ Naturell and myself, there was only about three people listening to the show. Hell, I don't think Naturell listened back to the show. I think it was me, Cousin Ed, and one of the homies. And I was frustrated, I think, for like a week or two. Then I got over it. You know, you start realizing that you're good at something and you realize that nothing comes easy. And, you know, it's true, man. If you build it, they will come. You just got to stick to your guns. You know, the truth of the matter about listeners is that you, you got a heavy portion of listeners that are just kind of ungrateful for your work. It's just a consume. That's a consumer dynamic. You know, it's like. People want, but they don't want to give back. Like you can have, you can have a trillion people that listen to your show, and you may ask them for donations to keep it going. All of a sudden, you can't get no donation. You know, I remember doing shows, and 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 you know, have to put a replay out some weeks, or maybe I was out of town or whatever, whatever. And people like, yo, where, where's the show? Yo, where's the show? Where's the show? And we're like, yo, yo, throw five bucks. We'd never really ask for money, but we'd ask people to do something simple and they, they couldn't do it. Because it's kind of like just gimme, 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 gimme sometimes. But if you stick to your guns and you, you'll develop a core. See, I have a core of family that listens no matter what. You know, there's still some people that, that are going to come over because believe it or not, I don't think all of our old podcast listeners are aware that I'm 100 some episodes in somewhere else. But we, we've developed a core and we're building a core and they're going to show up. They do it because they, they love the show. They love the content, but they do it also to support. And, th- and you know, those people are that's who I do this for. Stick to your guns. Your listeners will come to you. They'll come to you. And if and if they don't come to you, learn how to use your podcast as a calling card. You know, I've gotten a lot of opportunities where people didn't care how many people listen to the show. They listen to the content. And they find out I was a writer. Or they, and they went, hey, you being interested in doing this and doing that? I like your show. You think you could do? Use your podcast as a calling card. If it's a passion for you, do it. Don't not do it because you don't think anybody's listening. Find a reason to make it valid. Find a reason to make it work for you. Find out how to make it work for you. But if you build it, they'll come. Stay consistent and stay about yourself. Don't don't switch your shit up too much to be like everybody else. You don't have to do celebrity gossip all the time. You don't have to meet ride like that. You can talk about life. Don't be afraid to motivate and inspire. Don't be afraid to have a nerd podcast or have a podcast that talks about education or health. Don't do what your heart tells you to do and they'll come. 
Your listeners will come to you. Just stay true to what you're doing. Be a leader. Don't follow, all right? That was a moody moment, y'all. We'll be right back with the world's most trifling on the Jeff is Moody Show on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Lead. Don't follow. You're listening to Jeff is Moody. On Beat Break 87. Previously on the Beat Break Morning Show. Comedian Doodle Brown, ladies and gentlemen. It's already in the building. I do it all. Deaf Comedy Jam, P. Diddy's Bad Boys of Comedy. What else can you do? What else can I do? Aren't you? Aren't I what? Just spit it out. A minister? I'm an ordained minister, yes. Awesome, I awesome. I did not know that. Awesome. Wow, because I was looking at, I went online, I looked at one of the videos, and it was uh, a woman who was kind of half naked, and she was up on you and stuff, and so with Lily pointing out that you are a minister, I'm, I'm like, okay, uh, how current was that video? How recent uh, was that video? That's that's my most recent video. Won't it do the best part of waking up isn't Folgers. It's the Beat Break Morning Show. Start your morning off right with Sean Garvey and the crew on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Follow Beat Break 87FM on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Beat Break Radio. Welcome back, family. Welcome back. Welcome back. Uh, as we start winding down this flight, number 106, Number one internet radio program in the friendly skies. Want to thank you guys for joining us as usual. Please continue to spread the word about the Jeffers Moody Show with DJ Naturell on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Do not forget to get that podcast FM app when you go to the site. Family, it's time for the world's most trifling people. Now, family, as you all know. Trifling comes in all shapes, colors, genders, and forms. Trifling also comes in all degrees of seriousness or hilarity. This segment is a crock pot of trifling. From all points of egregious to every point of foolery imaginable. Every week, and sometimes bi-weekly, I will read one to three examples of trifling human beings, and then I'll choose a winner at the end. Because Lord knows the world's not short on scumbags. And this is a story that stuck with me now for three weeks, y'all. And we were going to talk about it on the premiere of the Sidebar Brothers. What up, Casino? Uh, But we didn't get around to it. And this just stuck with me. Um, Harlem mom fatally shot after confronting man who groped her on the street. Uh, this This is by way of the New York Daily News. Um, I think this happened the very first of February or maybe the last day of January or whatever. And I haven't been able to shake this, y'all. A Harlem mom was fatally shot after she and her boyfriend confronted a man who had just groped her on the street, police said Monday, as they pressed their search for the gunman. Shadina Smith left her apartment on West 150th Street near Frederick Douglas Boulevard, then rushed back to tell her boyfriend that a man had grabbed her at about 12.30 p.m. January 16th. Okay, y'all. This was January 16th. The 26-year-old boyfriend of Smith, 29, went outside and confronted the groper, sparking an argument that led to gunfire. The couple were caught in a hail of bullets inside the first floor hallway of their apartment building, cops said. 
boyfriend was blasted in the chest and left arm, and Smith was struck three times in the chest. Both were taken to Harlem Hospital where Smith, the mother of a one-year-old boy, died. Her boyfriend has since been released from the hospital. Detectives found shell casings outside the building, leading them to believe that the gunman fired from outside into the into the tower. He has not been caught. A friend of the victim, Jamie Rentes, posted as part of an online fundraiser to cover funeral expenses that Smith, known as Dina to those closest to her, was a wonderful mother, daughter, wife and friend who touched the lives of those around her. She leaves behind her precious baby boy. Rentes said in a posting, uh, Dina was an amazing person with a big heart. She had a fire inside of her which attracted anyone who crossed her path. She was funny, witty, and had such a positive vibe. Another online fundraiser aims to provide for her son. Please keep in mind a young boy growing up in this society without his mother, the organizer wrote. Having to go through the rest of his life without a mother, a friend, a provider, his everything is unimaginable you know I just you know when I said I typically don't wish death on people because I don't but I but I gotta tell y'all man I'm I'm so immature and incomplete as a human you know I'm such a I'm such a work in progress still where I, I really want that that person to die I know the shit is wrong but I just don't give a fuck You violate a woman, and I know some of you may be thinking, "See, that's how these women begin they boy, they, they they men kill." What is she supposed to do? Just take it and walk away, or run away? Like you had a gun on you, and you you groped a woman, and you're not man enough to at least when she went and got her husband, you're not man enough to at least knuckle up. It's bad enough you're a sexual assaulter. You killed the mother of a child, but forget about the mother of a child. You just killed a woman because you squoze her up against her without her permission, against her will, and she rejected you. You think that shit is manly? You new niggas, man. You know, over the years, there's been a lot of stories of women getting killed for rejecting men's advances. Man, I hope that I hope, see the neighbor. Yo, I'm telling you, man. I don't mean no harm, y'all, but motherfucking cop kill a black man. We out there. And I'm not saying this neighborhood is not out looking for this dude because a lot of these neighborhoods are like that. But we need to do everything on the motherfucking scale that we do it. And I know I know law enforcement is a different thing because they supposed to protect us. This fucking coward right here is just a coward. Yeah, the cops is more intense. But look at this. A mother's gone. Somebody's daughter is gone. Somebody's sister or friend is gone. A wife is gone. Because you, because she rejected you? You scary niggas walking around with your guns, man. Not for proper self-defense, just because you soft. Man, that neighborhood need to deal with you, bro. They need to find you and kill you and bury you somewhere.
The opinions of Jeff is moody do not necessarily reflect the opinions of Beat Break 87, Sean Garvey, uh, uh, the, uh, other programmers, uh, you know, the, the intern, Young Sean. They don't reflect nobody, dog, cat, KFC, McDonald's. Need to find you and deal with you. Next story. A couple is arrested for shooting a woman who shushed him at a movie theater. According to reports, a couple has been arrested after allegedly shooting a woman who shushed him in a movie theater. Cameron King, 20, and Yvonne Crawford, Yvonne Crawford, 22, were apprehended by U.S. Marshals in Indiana and were charged with aggravated assault and possession of a firearm during the commission of a crime. Lives traded away for bullshit. 20 and 22 lives traded away for bullshit the couple will be extradited to georgia from indiana to face charges stemming from an incident that occurred on january 9th authorities say the victim got into a brief argument with king and crawford after the couple was being too loud she said king then pulled a gun out of crawford's purse and fired the victim was struck in the shoulder but her injuries were non-life threatening thank god wins this week right this is a sweep right y'all know what it is this week right it's the fucking coward that sexually assaults a woman and then kills her you know I'm an avid gun guy I am very efficient at protecting myself and my loved ones I'm 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 deadly efficient with my hands and my body. And I'm very efficient with a with a firearm, with a weapon. Thing about it is for me, that's always like a last resort. I'm not walking around with a gun to look for somebody I'm debating with on, on social media or somebody that fucking bumps into me. It's not what that's not what they're for. This lack of value for human life all around the board is it's amazing to me. I should be used to it. 51 years old out of New York City. We have to continuously strive to make changes here, people. It comes, it comes with our children. It comes with our responsibility to, to show them the right way and to show them the responsibility and love and honor and commitment to mankind and to each other. Yeah, we have we have men have issues with women and we talk about them, call them out their name, whatever the case may be. And whether that's right or wrong, women do the same. But you how you you killed somebody because they rejected you. Man, you're the winner of this week's world's most trifling people and somebody know you. There's no snitching shit as motherfuckers come in your communities and and decimate We need to find you and deal with you, bro. You're this week's winner. We'll be right back with the polar opposite of trifling right here on the Jeff is Moody show on Beat Break Radio FM.com. You're listening to Jeff is Moody on Beat Break 87. Previously on the Beat Break Show. We got the homie AJ in the building. AJ. 
I can see you being in the White House. I mean, House I would love Obama. to. Yeah, I, I didn't want to say myself, but yeah, I would love to go to the White House and, and sit down. Let me let me president set the Obama. stage out. I'm a, I'm gonna pretend I'm President Obama and you AJ. All right. Okay. You ready? Yeah. Wait for it. Wait for it. Okay. Uh, so uh, AJ. Yeah. Uh, so what does uh, AJ stand for? Uh, Apple Jacks. <laughs> yeah. No, it doesn't. It's 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 AXJ AJ. It's it's what my all my friends and family call me go by AJ. So and the X is in there. It's just for leaving my own mark while I'm here. Oh, okay. So, yeah. Would you, know, you would you listen to my project, The Light Bulb Moment? Would you, I got, would you uh, take it to listen. I got my copy right here. You got your copy. Yeah, me and Michelle are gonna bump to it. Please yeah. do, and I want you to hit me up and tell me what you like too. Yeah. About that. Definitely. The best part of waking up isn't Folgers. It's the Beat Break Morning Show. Start your morning off right with Sean Garvey and the crew on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Follow Beat Break 87 FM on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Beat Break Radio. Well, family, welcome, welcome back. This is your captain speaking. And family, we are about to land this flight. Ah, it's been a great one, too. You guys have been great. We hope you enjoyed it. Uh, please remember that you can catch us with a brand new show every Monday, 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. That Monday show is replayed Tuesday through Friday, 3 to 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, real running time. If you should happen to miss the show all week, please take it to Spotify and put in Reach One Network. You can catch the show there. You can catch the show on TuneIn also. You can also you can always come on to uh, BeatBreakRadioFM.com and find some shows. Our family, it's been a great flight. Uh, I want to thank you all for flying Jeff is Moody Airlines and on behalf of myself, uh, you know, my co-pilot, uh, Young Sean, and all of you motherfuckers back there chilling. Uh, it's been another great one, and let's go ahead on and get this polar opposite of trifling out the way. You know, family is true. The world is full of trifling people, but let us not forget that just as we have the low lives of the world, we also have people who are the polar opposite. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the polar opposite of trifling. And today's polar opposite of trifling is quite simple. You just heard me talking about people kill people for rejecting their sexual assault and people that shoot people for asking them to be quiet in a movie theater. But you know what? We got so many people that are polar opposite of that. The polar opposite of trifling this week is those of us that do get along and don't tolerate this. And we will fight against this kind of behavior. This nonsense about how black men hate black women and this gender war that so many of you pathetic pieces of trash. You, 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 you just you take it and you run with it to fill in for your your bitterness you perpetuate it you take it over the top yes we have issues amongst each other but don't act like you don't see black brothers saying good afternoon good morning to sisters calling them queen calling them sis don't act act like you don't see black men showing courtesy to black women i see it all the time where's where's your ass where do you hang at don't act like you don't see our sisters saying thank you. You say they, they take everything for granted. You you ain't never. Why do I see the sisters if you. It, we know we got automated doors at the supermarkets and places now because you can't depend on your, uh, the, your fellow man to hold the door open for you no more. So they made everything automated. But let me ask you, 
Why am I the person that sees when a man steps to the side because he feels the presence of a woman behind him and he, 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 he hey, you, you first. Thank you. Have a good day. Why do I see those sisters? Why don't y'all see them? The simple courtesy is saying good afternoon or good morning to someone and they go, good morning to you too. Have a good day. Why do I always see these pleasant women? Why do I always see these pleasant men and you don't? You know what it is? It's your energy. It's who you draw. It's what you attract. And you're addicted to negative energy. So for those that are not addicted to neg negative energy, for those that are about positive energy, you are the polar opposite of trifling. For those that will not stand by and watch a woman get assaulted, you are the polar opposite of trifling. For those of us that believe in achievement and advancement, you are the polar opposite. For my multiracial circle of people, for, for people around the world, that regardless of your color, creed, or religion, for those of you that are tired of the bullshit and you're standing up and you're fighting against it, tired of needless racism and tired of xenophobia and tired of just this nonsense and standing up and uniting with people outside of your culture, why we want to always act like that's not happening when it is? You really think a Trump supporter or you really think a domestic terrorist is stronger than us all united? You're wrong. And if you think that way and you don't want nobody to convince you otherwise, then you belong on that other side. So my positive people are the polar opposite of trifling today. My beautiful people are the polar opposite of trifling today. My men that understand that a woman may not want to deal with you. So when you say, hey, she may not speak by, maybe she'll head nod you. Maybe she'll smile. That, that shouldn't cost her her life. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. You first. Here you go. Thank you. You're welcome. Hey, you look nice today. Take care of yourself. Be safe. Those little things that mean so much. If you practice that, you are the polar opposite of trifling well family i hope you all enjoyed the show but make sure you enjoy life even more pray for love over hate peace over war and don't forget you ain't shit until you lend someone a helping hand family my method is my madness you might not appreciate me till i'm gone but while i'm here i'm gonna talk my shit the atl traffic mix with dj natural is up next i love you all i appreciate you all and thanks for letting me be me see y'all next week with another hot one. Please stay tuned and keep it locked right here for more outstanding talk and musical programming on Beat Break 87 FM, BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Hey, yo, Sean Garvey. Bruh. I told you when I come back, I come back, man. We got another one. See y'all next week. Love y'all. Jeff is Moody out. Family. Let's all pray. Humanity. You're listening to Jeff is Moody on Beat Break 87. Previously on the Beat Break Morning Show, King Malachi on the telephone lines. What's good, King? I'm good. How you doing? How's everybody? Once they pop in the Love Chronicles CD. There's going to be a lot of sex in the room, a lot of babies being made. Exactly. This is it. music. But the spirit of lust is in there a little something too. Don't get it twisted. But it's this, it's 
just we're gonna go deeper, man. You got Alexandria, she's our news reporter here on the Beat Break Morning Show. You got her fanning now. She she cannot wait to listen to the album. Oh, <laughs> Alexandria, yeah. calm down, calm down, Alexandria. I know you got, I know you got a boyfriend and everything, but this is King Malachi's time. <laughs> the best part of waking up isn't Folgers; it's the Beat Break Morning Show. Start your morning off right with Sean Garvey and the crew on BeatBreakRadioFM.com. Follow Beat Break eighty seven FM on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Beat Break Radio.